Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about well welcome along to this special uh the next of our specials and uh, a subject i was thinking about it. it we haven't really talked much dalek since this show started no. have we we we, we well, did the they're one of the lesser one. known yeah they're one of the lesser known monsters aren't they? one of the so, rarer ones yeah we're, we're yeah. so busy talking about zarbies and things um yeah so daleks um because i was thinking i was thinking earlier um what a sad person I am. I was thinking, when did Eric first see the Daleks? When did I first see the Daleks? Now, I know I saw Day of the Daleks, because I remember bits of it. And I know I saw the Peter Cushion movies when they were shown that one glorious summer. Um, but I don't know which came first. I've got a feeling it's the Peter Cushion. I, I think, think so. Yeah, yeah. That, that Saturday afternoon that screening. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, it's a long time ago we're talking, but I've got a feeling that it was either in the autumn or the winter that was on. Because I can remember going to watch it at a friend's house who lived in a village, which is about two miles away from where I lived. And um, I had to walk across the fields. And I remember him because he lived, his parents ran a sweet shop. And his and his flag Every was above the switch. Dream. Yep, and yeah. and I can remember going down. We've been told, yeah, you can have anything out the shop. Go down, get the sweets, watched it, the Peter Cushing one, yeah. and but then I had to walk back. And I know it's the autumn or winter because it was dark by then and being rather scared because it was just country lanes and then across fields. So I've got wow. distinct memory of that. So yeah. it, yeah, I think that was my first ever time of of actually. Seeing the Daleks, yes. And what's weird is they're, they're such a part of sort of consciousness now that it's, <clears throat> it's hard to think back to a point in your life when you didn't know a Dalek. Mm. Isn't it? It's, it's very weird. Um, well, that's something we're going to address in this is, and this is the problem with, with everything we're going to be talking about today, because it's yeah. the 60s Daleks we're talking about, aren't we, today? The uh, 60s Daleks. Yeah, not the colour Daleks, though. No. no. P- Peter Cushing's ones get, are going to get their own show. But, yeah, it, it is very hard to actually watch these stories and try and put yourself in a position when you know there was no yeah. Dalek story beforehand, or there had only been one beforehand, and yeah, there's, you know. there's no there's no huge Dalek convoluted history, um, and back and this I mean, perhaps it's our age showing here, but it's hard to think back to when they were scary, because mm. and they were they absolutely uh, terrified us as kids. I can remember being frightened of Daleks. Um, it's weird now to think back to that, isn't it? Yeah, and and it's especially true, you know, with the first story, um, as you say. I mean, to yeah. actually watch this and and try and watch it without all the contradictory nonsense that's happened since. 
Uh, yes. all, uh, all this adding to the law, you know? Yeah, this is this is an interesting one because because the I suppose the first thing is what the hell is it called? The dead planet, the mutants, the Daleks, whatever you want to call it, and that's changed over time. Because when I when I sort of started fandom, it was the dead planet. Mm. Do you remember that? And then for yeah. a while, people went, oh no, we, we've seen a script where it's called the mutants. And then it was mutants for a bit. And then they thought that's stupid because obviously it clashes with the John Pertwee one. Um, and now it's just called the Daleks, which is such a boring name. It is, brother. It is. Yeah. Um, now, this is a special, and just like we did with the Sontarans and the you know Silurians and Sea Devils, yeah. I mean, if, if we were to do our usual thing of going yeah. scene by scene Imagine. for every episode of every tale, I mean, you're talking about like a day-long podcast oh, or something. Oh, just the Dalek Master Plan, wouldn't it? I mean, even when we did the Dalek Master Plan, we didn't cover the story. No, no, you know, because it would just take forever. So, so it's more, what we're going to be doing is like looking at each 60s Dalek tale uh, yeah. More as an overview and uh, and looking at what the Daleks are up to, etc., etc. But yeah. I thought I thought with the first one because it was the first one, we'll just look into the first yes. one in a bit more detail, if you don't detailed. mind. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because the first one is is strange in that this is the only story where the Daleks are meant to be what the Daleks were, not not a world universe spanning foe not the mortal enemy of the doctor and not even known by the doctor well yeah i mean mm. as we go through this yeah, yeah there are things all these years later you look back and it's like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well let's there's a lot of retconning in the dalek history yeah, isn't yeah it? but this is the purest this yes. is if you yes, like the purest is, yeah. uh, dalek tale isn't it so yeah we'll get started on it you will move ahead of us and follow my directions this way. Immediately. just look at this story without all as i say all the trappings that come later i mean basically all you've got is a one-off tale this was just a one-off um you know and basically it's a variation of the eloy versus the morlocks in the time machine yeah this i mean we we've discussed the termination quite a bit in our podcasting careers and um he's he's not averse to uh to plundering homage yeah plundering stealing uh storylines ideas and that i mean that's that's fine most you know there's there's no new stories it's just what you do with them and um yeah so this is this is a yeah this is a, a 
a variation on the time machine, which is sort of understandable because that's what they were batting about. Because this is like this is early early days, isn't it? So when when Terry, although this wasn't meant to be the second story broadcast and made, um, Terry Nation was around sort of right from the very beginning, involved in in <clears throat> you know meetings, things like that. And part of the stuff, part of the, I think it was C. Weber's um, sort of overview of the series, that what we would now call a series Bible, was that it was, think think of the level of the time machine, wasn't it? I think, yes. I think Uncle Terry took it a bit literally. Yes. He went straight to his library, got it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know. There are whole um, chunks in this, yes. you know, it's like, <coughs> I've read this, I've seen yeah. it in the George Powell version, you know, especially yeah. Ian it, trying to get the fowls to fight. Yeah. Well, this is, um, this is interesting because he, he quite rapidly breaks the crew up um, and sidelines the doctor. And then it does become, yeah, Ian is um, the time traveller. Yes. Um, George, if you want to do the George Powell version. Um, yeah, it, 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 is, it is that. Can you imagine if they'd have made this how Terry Nation sort of originally uh, sort of suggested... And, and people went along it was like let let's just cover people in cardboard tubes and mm. they can be robots and that um i i think yeah i don't think the daleks would have caught on no it would and have I been a one-off tale yeah one-off and it and it probably would i mean it probably would have been thought of as as an okay but but a bit plodding uh sort of story um but the inclusion of the daleks does elevate this yes uh, yeah. definitely although i am i am a, a huge huge you know i'm a huge hartnell fan anyway but i'm a huge fan of of the non dalek bits in this as well uh up up to a certain point i think there's it's like it's it's a six part of this two episodes too many yep um, or is it seven part of this I no it's remember. six i think, it is, I think six, it is six yeah, yeah. um because this was, I think, the first time I saw this was on when VHSs were released, and they spread it over two twenty quid tapes. They were guess. scumbags, weren't they? Oh, yeah, we can't, you can't fit more than ninety minutes on a tape. Yeah, I really. take it you had read the Target novelisation yes. before you saw <clears throat> that, though. Yeah, I'd, I'd read the Target. It was one of my favourites. I had the Amada uh, book. I still got it actually. Um, it's up on my shelf somewhere. Um, so I, I had that before I had the other Target. So as I think I mentioned before, my initial collection of Targets that my dad got from like a, a either a mate or Jumbles or something like that. He came in one day with a big box of books. But I had the other one um, uh, for, for quite a while before. It probably come from a Jumble sale or an ex-library or something like mm -hmm. that. And I loved it. I, and it's still one of my, I think it probably is my favourite uh, target book, even though obviously it didn't start off as a target book, um, because it's so well written. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. It's it's really really good. And if any if anyone sort of uh, wants to like get the audio book, the um, the audio book version um, read by William Russell is superb. <laughs> it's it's it, in its own way, it's much much better than. The television version, even though I do love the television version, it's one of my go-to stories. Um, but I always skip 
get to about episode three and go, it's going to jump to the last episode, I think. Yes, um, I think you need to, yeah. Yes, um, it's, uh, it's got a lot of Terry Tropes in it, hasn't it? Well, I was going to say, yeah, there's Terry Tropes, but, you know, uh, tropes or cliches, whatever you want to call them. Of course, a lot of what we're seeing... They weren't cliches invented, or yeah. tropes then. They are now. No. But this is like yeah, this... ground zero for an awful lot of the Terry yeah. tropes, isn't unless, it? Unless there's a hidden, unpublished Terry novel somewhere and he's nicking off that. Yeah, this is where he sort of... This is where he... Some, some would say he perfected his storytelling and then didn't bother changing it after that. It was like, oh, this worked. Yeah, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stick with it. And if we're talking Terry tropes, we get it right at the beginning because, you know, the TARDIS lands on this planet, which has got, oh, surprise, surprise, high radiation. Yes, ter- Terry trope number one, he loves his high radiation. Mm-hmm. Um, he, lo- he loves his dead planets. Um, this is really well done, though. I do, I love, I, episode one is superb. You yeah. can watch episode one, just enjoy it. You don't, I mean, even though there's no Daleks in it, weirdly. Um, but episode one is such a good character study of this new crew coming together um and it, this is the point as well oh the cat's just coming shared the word dalek you see um this is the point as well where because everyone the the fan opinion was like william hartner is this grumpy old man and this is the point where he doesn't because he, he stops being a grumpy old man mm. he, he does stuff that's like slightly mad <laughs> and he puts everyone in jeopardy but he's already charming as hell mm. As the doctor, he's great in this. Um, you want to come up? The cat wants to come up on my lap, but I'm wearing shorts, so she's looking at me disgusted. So oh. Doesn't like skin. You're not going to let out a scream in a minute as she jumps up. Well, I might. <laughs> she has got sharp, sharp claws. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, much like the dark. She's knocking everything down. Did you hear that? She's yes, I definitely heard that. Yes. Have you moved my keyboard, cat? I mean, do, do other podcasts have to do this? I've never had my cat with me, I must yeah. say. No, no. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you, that, that this, this you, you know, slowly revealing character of the Doctor, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, that made me think. I mean, this is a pivotal moment because the others don't want to go out and explore this, yeah. this petrified jungle, do they? Um, they would just want to move on. So he, well, he tells them, he, he doesn't nobble the TARDIS, he tells them that... that you know they needed more mercury for this mercury link yeah this is uh, so obviously ian ian is the sensible one and he says because uh, ian's generally out and he says um <laughs> we can't go down there it's too dangerous and the doctor sort of well i'll go down by myself and it's like nope can't let you because you're the only one that could pilot ship it's all very very logical and sensible um but the doctor's a little bit uh, childlike in this and that he's like no i want to go so yeah we get the uh, the first of the fluid link mentions yep trope um, number two trope number two uh so yeah he needs a chemical uh, in this case mercury um and of course where can they get it from the city it's got to be the found. city yeah. yes and i love i love that there's a, a gorgeous shot of uh, ian realizing this and it's it's so well acted, you know. Uh, William Russell was so good. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's the fact that he the doctors outmaneuvered him. Yeah, and yeah. It's that realization. But but this is a pivotal moment in the yeah. show's history because if the doctor hadn't done that, they would never have gone to the city. They the story that we're to see never happens. But 
of course, at some point later on in their journeys, they're going to come across the Daleks and experience them for the first time. Yeah, but just would, not in this story. Yeah, you you would think that obviously, I mean, the amount of times he does come across the Daleks, at some point he's going to run into them, whether this happens or not. Um, but yeah, the, I think this is <clears throat> an absolutely pivotal story, um, because I also think that because like, a little bit later on, the Doctor realizes that what he's done is is horribly selfish and he's put everyone in danger, and he, I think he's really really uh, contrite about it, and at that that's the point where. He stops being the, even the, 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 the sort of the untrustworthy, what's he going to do? And at that point, he, his character changes and he's doing, doing the best going forwards. Mm. It's, it's the pivotal Doctor moment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they have to go to the city. They explore the yes. city. Um, you know, I like the way all the doorways are like Dalek-sized. Yep. It's all very Forbidden Planet, isn't it? You know, yes, when very, um, yeah, the crowd. Yeah, Mobius yeah. says about um, you know uh, we don't know what the crowd looked like, but you've got an idea yeah. from the size of the doorways and the yeah. shape which of is, the doorways. Which is, which is cobblers, isn't it? Really, because we're in no we don't way have human-shaped doorways. No, yeah, we're we're not we're not fridges. Like you, if you landed on the Earth and it was deserted, and you went by that rationale, you'd go, well, that the fridges must be the creatures. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I love this Daleks. I mean, this is because this is the only story, as well, that the Daleks are designed for. Of course, mm. they're not designed for any other story. So everything fits. So the Dalek city is just wonderful. Um, I know. I know. It was like early in the in the series, so they were they were sort of going overboard. But I think the the, the cost per episode at this point, including cast payments, everything was two thousand pounds. Mm. And some of these episodes came in much much under that. I think one episode four, episode five, came in at eleven hundred quid or something. <laughs> it's just mad, isn't it, to think that they did all this on this and it looks amazing yeah the, the sets are great um everything everything fits in with the dalek design that we see uh, at the start of episode two um and and it's it really is tense because like say barbara is uh, she starts to get lost and doors start to close behind her you know very, very sort of uh, minotaur maze-ish yeah um and then we get that that sort of absolutely classic end of episode where a sink plunger comes towards her. Uh, it is a, the classic moment, yeah. I think, of Doctor yeah. Who. Don't you think? I think, I th I think so. It's, well, this is the point... And again, we say pivotal story-wise. This is pivotal for Doctor Who because without this, Doctor Who would probably have lasted um, you know, another sort of eight weeks... And then it would have been dropped because the BBC wanted to drop it at this point. Yeah, yeah, they had other um, plans for that time slot, yes. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. This was very much a. It's a filler. It's expensive. It was. It, it was annoying the the old guard BBC. They they wanted it gone. I mean, much, throughout much of its history, the BBC doesn't want Doctor Who, do they? It's very no. strange. Um, but the the the. You know the phenomenal reception that this episode got. And then certainly when the Daleks proper appear, um, it's uh, it, it's astonishing. Yeah, yeah. I I think it is the classic moment of Doctor I think so, Who. Yeah. I, 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 I would I would love to see because I'm presuming everyone knows the 
obviously this is the second recording of this episode. Yes. Episode one. It was it was recorded and then it was found that there was um, talk back on all the microphones, so the soundtrack was useless. So they the following week they refilmed it. They took the time to to change a few bits, like they improved the Dalek City model and stuff like that. But I would love to see it doesn't exist, but I would love to see it does the exist. Uh, well, the pilot, yeah, the the, the first take. The is pilot on... does, but no, yeah. the the no. the first Dalek story doesn't exist. No, the first no. episode of the no, Daleks no, the, doesn't. The exist. first go, yeah. yeah, the first go, yeah. yeah. The um, yeah, the pilot, the pilot episode of an unearthly child exists, and if you compare that to the yeah, the that's... broadcast episode, I'm wondering if the first episode of the Daleks would be as different. I think so. I mean that yeah. that that original pilot of an unearthly child yeah. is is radically different i much prefer oh, the transmitted yeah. version it's like yes. they that they filmed a a, a dry run it was yeah, like a rehearsal definitely. you know Every, yeah, they, everything they, was tweaked a little bit yeah they they <laughs> used the time and the opportunity to tweak everything and i wonder if they did this here um <clears throat> it's one of those what ifs because it's it's not like it can ever be found it was junked it was never Mm. Done. It was junked. The video recordings were wiped over the following week. They were never transferred to film. It's it's gone, sadly. Yeah. Um, but that wouldn't stop Big Finish from doing a version. Of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so then we go into episode two, um, and that's when we see them we, for the uh, first get time. That classic reveal. Yeah, and it's unbelievable. Yeah, and and I tell you it's, what, yeah. you, you, you know, as as great as the Daleks are, also is great the reactions of William yes. Hartnell you know um, every everyone in that looks horrified at yes. this reveal and that, that, yeah that that's sort of true I think for the for almost all of the Dalek stories in the 60s is the cast are the ones that that make the Daleks really because if that if they'd have just pulled back to no reaction because the Daleks are an inherently funny sight aren't they mm. you know I think yeah, it wouldn't have worked, but we get that reaction, and and again, the direction and the the, the sound design really enhances that. This is something alien. This is something dangerous. Um, you know, there, there, there's a reason that it was often used whenever they had clip. You know, wanted clips of Daleks that they would always use this one. Yeah, pull back and because yeah, I mean, we didn't really say, but when you know Barbara is alone exploring the city, it is pretty eerie. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's, it's creepy as hell, yeah. Yeah, and so it's... when you finally do see them like this, um, yeah, yeah, I'd love to have seen, you know, an audience reaction to this. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we can we can sort of gauge the audience reaction because it was an instant hit. Yeah. The Daleks were instantly a craze yeah. um, from this. And it, it, if you look at, like, if you compare it to what other... BBC stuff was was around at the time. I mean, you you sort of had the same the same sort of craze for Quake Mass, um, but if you look at other, I mean, there was obviously no sort of there was aliens in it, but they never really, you know, they were the dead Martians or they were just a fungus thing. Um, BBC robots up to this point were men with silver faces. Yes, you know. Yeah. Uh, so these designs are amazing, and I, yeah, it's I mean. It's, it's a well-known sort of story that Terry's script was like half a paragraph yeah. of description. Because we've said before, Terry is an absolutely brilliant um, business writer in that he wouldn't put much description in things because he knew that 
if if a, a if a commissioning editor was looking and he it described this amazing creature, they'll go can't afford that next. Yeah. Where so he put bare minimums, and I think I think this is this is the genius point because, um, you know Raymond Cusick and the B, you know the BBC design team as well, they took this and fleshed it out mm-hmm. um, along with and it's not because I, I I props to Raymond Cusick. He did not get the recognition he deserved. He didn't get the financial reward he deserved. No. But it's not quite as simple as the Raymond Cusick designed these from scratch, and it was him. There was a lot of involvement on other people. There was a lot of um, uh, you know making making changes based on what they could do, what they couldn't do, what yep. Shawcraft did. There's yeah, it's it's a, a combined effort to make this fabulous creature. Yeah, and of course, also a, a, a big factor in in their um, you know classicness is the voice, the choice to have the voice yes. like this, to have the ring modulator, to have the staccato way of talking. You know, that's genius yes, as well. It is sheer genius because the the voice of the Dalek is at least fifty percent of their appeal. Because I mean, kids, you know, kids want to. Uh, sort of pretend to be a Dalek. Now they can't obviously look like a Dalek. They stick their arms out now, but they can all do that voice. Yeah, they think it is. Um, it's it, it's such a great voice, and especially in this. I mean, to be fair, rewatching this, almost all of the sixties Daleks, the voice is brilliant. It was mainly, I think, it was mainly the same guys doing it, wasn't it? Probably. Um, uh, it was. Um, there was a Peter. There was yeah. a Roy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you, you know, I mean, this is 1963, and we've got a voice yeah. like that. I mean, just just recently, on effectively speaking, uh, we did an episode on Thunderbirds, which is a year yeah. or two afterwards. Um, and um, you know, oh, in that brain episode, brain, yeah, brain, br- yeah the, um, um, and that robot is just the most cliche robot. That's what yeah. we had. If you ever had a, a mechanical being, um, so yeah, I mean. And the appeal, I tell you, in in this very first story is they don't do the thing that gets very tiresome for me is just when they just repeat the same things over and over again. All the exterminate, you know, we are the masters of Earth and all like that. None of that's there to begin with, is it? No, no. These are because this was written to be a one off and these were these weren't Daleks at that point because there was no concept of what a Dalek should be. So they're written as uh, as protagonists, aren't they? They they've all they each individuals they they scheme and they plot. And this is true of most of the sixties. The Daleks are individuals. And I know we've we both fell into the pitfall tonight where we're referring to them as robots yes. because they're not. No. They're, you know they're they're casings round creatures. And we never forget that sort of thing in the in these stories because they're individuals they they talk in a fascinating way. Yeah. Um, yeah, they haven't got to that point where they're cliches yet. No, um, it's always it quite. Doesn't start- take long. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, yeah. It's always quite startling in in some of the early Dalek stories where they will refer them to themselves as I, you know. Yeah. Um, that's always seems quite uh, odd because they, they it's almost like they're a hive mind, aren't they? In in, in later yeah. stories, they that that they they might as yeah, well be robots. There's no individuality. Yeah. I mean, especially as soon as. Um, as soon as Davros is introduced, it's like all the writers just thought, oh, I'm not going to bother. I'll give all the good lines to Davros. I'm not bothered giving any personality to the Daleks. Mm. Um, 
but before that, yeah, these are these are these are these are real creatures, aren't they? They're 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 plotting, they're planning, they're talking with each other. Yeah. This is what I didn't in one of the um, I think it might have been Daleks in Manhattan or one one of the modern ones. Um, there's a scene where two Daleks are just um, gossiping in the corridor. And the, the fans were like up in arms and what the hell, this is rubbish. But, no, this is what Daleks should be. Yes, yes. You know, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah. Also here at um, the beginning of episode two, we get the very first, you know, negative film effect. Yes. When yeah, Ian is shot in the legs. Which is uh, interesting as well, isn't it? Because we're, we're now, we just think Daleks kill everything. Of course, they weren't, they were, they were callous back then but they weren't just immediately out to kill everything no it's not exterminate immediately no. i mean i mean that dalek says to ian you know your legs are paralyzed if you do it again uh if you try escaping again it will be permanent not yeah. that we will kill you but yeah. we'll permanently uh, destroy your legs yeah and the daleks they um they put them in cell and they feed them they make sure they've got water they're yeah. not you know they we're not we're not uh, we're not yet at the Terry nation uh, they'll work uh, basically because the thing that that and Terry Nation was guilty is this. He said he always says in interviews, oh, of course, yeah, I based them on the Nazis. Um, you didn't. You based the Daleks from Dalek Invasion of Earth onwards on the Nazis. Yes. There's, yes. You know, you, these ones are not based on the Nazis. There's, there's really nothing Nazi-ish about them because they're not. They say they're not that blanket evil. No, Creature. because that's that, that's when they become rather boring and predictable. When yeah. they when, when they Agreed, the yeah. writers fall into that trap. I mean, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but you say about you know the Daleks feed them. Um, I think that's quite. Hang on, just wait while the, the phone that's stops Terry ringing. Agent that, that's phone. the agent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in if that's Terry Nation's yeah. agent. Um, no, I was going to say it's quite charming in uh, Evil of the Daleks when the Dalek goes to feed Victoria yeah. and 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 tells her to stop feeding the flying pests because yeah. she's feeding the birds, isn't she? You know, uh, that, well, that's individuality. That yeah, it is. Yeah, and they're um, they're they're gauging her weight as well, aren't they? It's like you're not eating in in ounces and stuff, yeah. which is <laughs> which sets the uh, the period, doesn't it? You, you can't imagine that. In, with later Daleks, can no, you? no, no, no. I mean, you know, um, a, a later Dalek, if he had gone in and seen Victoria, he would have exterminated the the birds, like in the Spike yeah. Milligan Pakistani yes, Dalek yeah. sketch. You know, z- zapping that the dog. Well, no, 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 no. We won't, won't be putting a clip of that on. Will we? No, that's when we do the seventies Daleks. Oh, I think that's got to be put on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Doctor is interrogated by the Daleks, and. Yes. Um, Again, it's this is well, it's yeah. terrifying, but it's because f- the doctor's scared, isn't he? Yeah, you know, scared. He's, he's really scared because he doesn't know who the Daleks are, and it's very strange to watch it now to know that the yep. doctor and therefore, I guess, the Time Lords well, don't know who the Daleks are. He's not a Time Lord, and no, that's a good point. He's, he's, only, not a time he's, Lord. he's only very barely alien at this point. Yeah, there was speculation, was he just from the future of Earth rather than an alien? Yeah, in the original pilot, he was, of course. um, Yeah, it's it's, it's really weird. And I've got into arguments with people, uh, you know, online where they'll they'll moan about the Peter Cushion one and go, he's not a Time Lord. And it's like, well, the Doctor wasn't a Time Lord at this point. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. 
Show us where it says Time Lord. Anywhere does it say Time Lord. There's no mention of Gallifrey no. or anything, is there? No. So this is... He's, he's, a, he's a wanderer from the future, from a possibly different planet. Um, and he comes across these creatures. He's no concept to what a Dalek is. No. You know, that, that's, not, that's not sort of... That doesn't come until later. No. He doesn't know who the Daleks are. He doesn't know who the Thals are. Um, yeah. and we've, he finds out, and therefore we find out, that 500 years ago that there were two races, the Daleks yes. and the Thals, who both look the same. I mean, later on he's got that line drawing. To yes, it, look, it looks like a um, sort of Norman knight. Doesn't yes, it, line yeah. Drawing. But there's been, oh, what a surprise, <coughs> a nuclear war. Yes, and, Terry Trope. Yeah, and he was scared uh, of war, wasn't he? he war. Well, you know, he, he he was a boy during the Second World War, yeah, wasn't he? True, yeah. You know, um, and the Dows retreated into the city for protection. Yes, um, they know that some of the Thals are still alive, but they they are, must be disgustedly mutated by yes. now. Yeah, the da the Daleks have started to mutate because of the the, the nuclear war. Um, they they've uh, gone back into their city, and they've realised that. They're dying, so they need to put protective cases around themselves, um, which again is is completely retconned later on mm -hmm. as to the origin of the Daleks. But I think this is charming for this one. It's it's got a simplicity that the later ones didn't have. It's like there's no grand plan, because what 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 a lot of people, of course, especially uh, journalists, they'll take the mick out of Daleks because of, they're so impractical as. As warriors, well, of course they are. They were never designed as warriors. No. They were never designed as killing machines. They were never designed as conquerors. So, forcing them into that role, you go, oh, yeah, they're a bit funny. Also, they they have no plans on no. you know leaving the planet. They've got no, no plans on galactic domination or anything like no, that. They, all they want to do is leave their city. Yes, I mean that's small fry stuff, isn't it? Really. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. That, that, they. They, they've never met the Thals. The Thals have no. never met the Daleks, although the Thals, Susan's with the Thals at this point, isn't yes. she? And, yeah. and they want to trade, you know, their anti-radiation drugs. Oh, look, a Terry has come up with anti-radiation drugs. Where, where else are we going to see that yeah, time I and time again? I mean, he's never going to rely on that as a plot point. Never. Ever again, is no. he? No. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I like that from the get-go, though, the Daleks are... You know they're ruthless, they're cunning, yeah. they're treacherous because they're gonna they're gonna go back on the deal, aren't they? Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, I mean, right right from this point, there's a a, a dislike of the the, the non-like, isn't it? It's they they don't know the fowls. They immediately see them as a a threat to their sort of enclosed city. So it's like, yeah, yeah, bring them in. We'll we'll uh, get rid of them. Yeah, you know, they. I suppose they don't see it any worse than, like, if they'd have found rats in their fields. Uh, yeah, it's that sort just of get a, rid of them. Yeah, yeah. So so callous, no no thought of. I mean, it's self defeating as well, isn't it? Because <laughs> the fowls could have helped them to leave the city. To yes. Yeah. Because at this point. They want to free themselves of these bloody travel machines. They yes. don't want to be in these machines. No, no. They've got really? no choice, have they? No. You know? um, I like the fact that the Thals in this earlier story, the Thals don't, can't comprehend that any sort of treachery might happen. They'll no. be all right because the, the Daleks were once teachers and philosophers. Yeah, these, this is, a, again, another sort of territory, isn't it? The, um, 
the completely naive species that they you know then they're totally against violence they can't believe that anyone would lie or you know have hidden motives uh, which we, we see a few times um, and it, again it's it, it's very much here uh, these races are used as metaphors and allegories and that they're not no i don't think anyone's really suggesting that that this foul race would have got anywhere given how pacifist they are mm. um uh, basically a man with a pointed stick could have could, took over this entire planet couldn't he oh <laughs> given yeah given that they uh, they don't know they don't even know how to how to sort of fight or throw a punch or no. just be angry no. um but yeah so the daleks run rings around them well, they, literally yes um, we also get a classic, another classic Doctor Who moment, which yeah. is, you know, just after the, the Doctor has noticed that there's an acrid smell, yes. um, you, you know, which reminds Ian of the Dodgems um, at the fairground. And well, this is where I learned about ozone and Dodgems and that. I, 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 do you remember the smell of Dodgems? I can remember I that do, smell yeah. of the Dodgems. Yeah. Yeah. Hot, hot electric turn. Yes. Yeah. And and it is a classic scene. You know, the luring yeah. in of the Dalek to get onto the cape, so he loses yeah. his power. Because yeah, that, that they're getting all their uh, power from static electricity, aren't they? From the floor. Yes. Um, so put it on that plastic cape that Barbara had, and uh, and yeah. Um, he loses all his the, power yeah. and instantly dies. Oh, well, no, he yeah, doesn't. No, the, no, we see him crawling a no, bit, don't we? Yeah, you see him crawling a bit. But the Daleks haven't invented the battery, have they? No, no. They're idiots, basically. Yeah, yeah so um, they, uh, yeah, in, as soon as the electric's cut off, instantly die. It's like, ah. Oh, yeah. At least get yourself, uh, you know, a, a UPS uh, protection device, you idiots. Do you, um, when you watch this scene, for me, when I watch this scene, it's it's just completely linked to the Peter Cushing version. Yes, I'm seeing yeah. both in my head yeah. at the it's same hard, time. It's hard to separate them. I let my favourite bit of the Peter Cushing one is where where um, Roy Castle or Barbara says uh, Dalek, and he looks around, eh? <laughs> and then she splats the thing, and you know, it's like, oh dear. Um, yeah, I like um, I like this the the Cushing version of this scene. I we'll, we'll discuss it when we get when we do uh, Peter Cushion. Um, but I do like, in this version, it's like everyone comes up with a bit of a plan, don't they? Yes. Um, every, everyone does their little bit, um, which, yeah. is, which is good. And we, all, we also get, I think that the scene where Ian's stuck in the, um, in the Dalek shell later on is, is better handled here mm. rather than the, um, uh, the other one, because they, they, they stop because they magnetise the floor, which makes perfect sense in the Peter Cushion one. The lift doesn't quite come down. That's got to be a real trouble for the Daleks, <laughs> isn't it? They're, they're knackered at that point. Yeah, I, I think I prefer the the TV version because yeah. you know you've got the sound effects when they open the lid and look inside. Oh, yeah. You've got the sound effects. You've got Ian's disgusted look on his face and the doctors, and they ask the the ladies to step outside because they yeah. don't want them to see what's inside, and they scoop it out, and it is still partly alive because we have that gorilla glove yes poking yeah, out from underneath the cape Vaseline yes because yeah. um, I mean they, they were I mean the, if the budget had a stretch they were meant to do the glass Dalek with the creature in at the end weren't they and mm. it's like nah we, I think they, they looked at it and went nah Terry mate nah. No. <laughs> 
Um, it is quite charming and sweet um, yes. to, to, to think that, you know, you scoop whatever that was out and there's room for a man to sit inside yes. and operate the controls. Um, and it, it is so charming to hear Ian with the Dalek voice. Yeah, it always makes like, me smile. Yeah, I like that. And he's sort of saying, no, there's controls in here and a little television screen. Um, yeah, it, it, it hasn't aged particularly well. Because back then you didn't, know, you didn't have an inkling what was in a Dalek. No. So it could, it could well be that they're just a hollow shell and the Daleks actually stood on very long legs. Yes. <laughs> from the bottom, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ian, Ian gets into it. I tell you what, um, what, what that shows when, when Ian is in it, you know, and they're pretending that, you know, he's their guard as they're going along the corridors. When Ian's talking, it just shows you how much inflection on the voice is needed yeah. to be a Dalek voice because that's you know just Ian talking normally and yeah that's a ring modulator changing his voice but it's n nothing like a Dalek voice is it no well they I mean they, they sort of showed that later on especially in Day of the Daleks um, it took a skill to do the Dalek voice it wasn't just a case of you let the ring modula modulator do all the work yeah you had to you had to it was an acting job wasn't it Mm. Yeah, it definitely shows because um, yeah, Ian quite rightly he doesn't know how to talk like a Dalek, so he does sound. I mean, I'm I'm always amazed that the other Dalek is not suspicious. Yeah, why, why are you talking like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah cold, mate. Yeah, yeah, and we have the thing with the lift, don't we? We have all that yes. scene yeah. of, as they make their escape from the city and go out to see the Thals. Um, and we learn more about Scaro uh, from the Thal woman, who is definitely going on the down blousy list. I mean, good lord, yeah, this is yeah. 1963 tea time, and, and yeah, uh, she's practically God falling knows, out God of that. What, uh, God knows what Billy Hartnell made of it. <laughs> I bet there was some tuts going on. Um, yeah, she's almost in a bunny girl outfit, isn't she? It's, uh, yeah, tuts for, on for the, the tits. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's very, very time machine because they're told that they, you have to fight, you know, they all slaughter you, yeah. blah, blah, you've got to go into this, you know, forbidden city. All very time machine, isn't it? It uh, is. And the, again, the, the TV version of this scene where Ian and the Doctor are trying to convince them to fight is much, much better than the uh, the Roy Castle version. Yeah, yeah. Because um, again, it's Ian that comes up with this plan, it's Ian that's driving it, whereas obviously in the in the film version Roy Castle unfortunately is the comic relief so they mm. it's the doctor that's uh, that's doing it all yeah yeah um there's a couple of things that happen in this story which is going to uh you know influence my effectiveness rating right. for this version of the Daleks and and one of them is the very peculiar uh, moment when the Daleks are trying out this anti-radiation drugs and yes, they realise yeah. it's it, it, it's it's <laughs> it's best not it to take it. Delirious, yeah, yeah, that the it's help. Tripping its balls. Yes, <laughs> the help me, help me. Ah, yeah. bit. Yeah, um, that that's all a bit peculiar, uh, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I, I quite like it because it again it shows that these are creatures, um, not robots. Um, but yeah, it's it. I, 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 I do quite like that scene. It's it's very weird. It's the it's first time trippy, you see it, you're it? going what what what? But yeah, I, it's good. You get the, the nice close up of the uh, the working iris. Yes. Um, you know, um, yeah, the drugs don't work. No, Is they. That a song. There's a song. Yes. <laughs> but they they um they, it's taken until now to real for them to realise that actually it's the radiation that's keeping us alive. Yeah. 
taking away the radiation is going to kill us, therefore we need more radiation, therefore we're going to detonate another neutron bomb. They yeah, decided. I don't, I don't, I think we're into Terry's limited science knowledge, isn't it? Because I don't understand their, their reasoning here. It's like, uh, we, we've taken anti-radiation drugs and the radiation, we decide we need the radiation because we've evolved to cope with the radiation up to this point. So let's massively increase it. Mm. What, are they, what, what is their plan there? I don't, no. It's never really made clear. Wouldn't, wouldn't the increase in radiation kill them as well? I don't know. I, no, don't, no. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's like Spider-Man thing, is it, where the more radiation you got, the stronger you are. No, it's not the Hulk, is it? No, no, I think, you know, that would have been funny if they'd have succeeded and, and detonated and released all that neutron radiation and then they'd gone, oh, what? Oh, it's killing us, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but of course... Turns I... out there isn't just <laughs> the right amount of radiation. <laughs> the real reason, though, is because you've got to have tension, you've got to have a ticking... Yes. We've got to have the ticking clock. Yeah, You've got to have a ticking a, a, clock, and that's what the the latter half of the story is. Quite, quite literally in the film version. Yes, yeah. We have a ticking clock, yeah. Yeah. I don't like the end of this story because it's basically, you know, the Thals break in and they basically yeah. wrestle the the Daleks yeah. to death, don't they? The, um, the, the, the BBC version doesn't quite pull off the magnificent fight at the end. I think the film version's better there. Mm. The budget isn't there, and also across the, you know, that the, there would have been very little uh, sort of stunt arrangement. These actors would have been just get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, my favorite, my favorite one again shows the Dalek guns are not, not the uh, the exterminators they were before. It's like one of the fouls gets shot and then gets back up. Yes. And starts hitting the Dalek again. It's just a flesh um, wound. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's. This is a this is definitely a story of two halves. The first half is superb. The second half does descend into what are now seen as cliches, Flash Gordon territory. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, and it it's amazing that this early in the programme's run, the 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 solving of the story is that is a punch up. Yeah, it is, and that is what it is. Yeah. It's a punch yeah. up. They get wrestled a bit. They get knocked over. That's the end of it. Except yeah. for one, you've got one who's left. Who, who's dying yeah. and he pleads for help but when he does die at the moment of death he gets an erect eye stalk yeah well i mean that does that does happen doesn't it is um, that the version yeah. well, what do you what do you mean it does happen uh when they, when they used to hang people um, back in the day yeah they would all the blood would go to yeah, yeah other poor places um but yeah he um he uh, he looks skyward maybe he's Although looking in, to his in, god um, yeah jump it jump forward a bit but in uh I think it's Dalek Formation of Earth. That's how they communicate, isn't it? They look skyward, and that, yeah. I don't know whether that becomes their area. So perhaps he was calling for help. But I yeah, this know. is it, the death of the Daleks. And, and the Doctor says, even if I could help you, I can't, which is a weird line. Um, but yeah, they're dead, they're gone. Never yeah. to be seen again. Well, Terry's off spending his uh, 250 quid. You yeah. know, he's, he's probably paying some of his gambling debts. Yeah, um, yeah bless him. Um, yeah, that's it, gone. Never to be, I mean... Never to be seen of again. A perfect story. That's all we we've got. And it could have ended there, but could have been, yeah. in a minute we're going to be talking about you know the second one. But I do like how in the second one they get round that by saying no, the Daleks are still dead, but that's like a million yeah. years in the future. Isn't it, isn't this is an earlier charming, version. Yeah, charming and naive that they thought they had to 
to withhold that. So oh, we can't we can't go as far as saying that didn't happen. Mm. You know, yeah, they they find a way around it. Yeah. Um, at this moment, at this point on yeah. Scaro, that's the end of the Daleks. This is what the Daleks yeah. look like at the end of their life. Yes, this is mm. the very end. Dead Daleks gone. Yeah. Um, and like I say, could have been forgotten. Yes. All right, well, uh, before we get to our designs and effectiveness yeah. ratings, uh, some behind the scenes. Cool. All right, which you will know all of this. I mean, you're a yeah, massive uh, Doctor Who fan. But uh, originally, Scaro was going to be in our solar system. Yes. In a very much a uh, journey to the far side. understand <laughs> In a very journey to the far side of the sun way, yeah, it would be, be on the opposite yeah. side of the sun from us. So that's yeah. why we don't know it's there. But there was, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, because there was going to be a separate story called The Hidden Planet, something like that, wasn't it, where it was, and that was a separate one, and then it got merged, and then it was unmerged. This whole season one, first half, yeah, storylines are very fluid. Mm. They're making up as they go along quite, you know, they had to. Um, but, but yeah, it was, that would have been hilarious. It would have been, yeah. Um, the first thing we see in this story uh, to do with the Daleks is the the city, the Dalek city, yes. and yeah, that was built by Shawcraft. Um, yep. And their first attempt, when they made their first version, uh, Ray Cusack wasn't too happy with it, so he went off no. down to Woolworths, bought a load of plastic containers, cut them up and resprayed them to show them that's the sort of thing I'm after, and that's when they went ahead and they made their next version. Yeah, because uh, and again the the first the first recording session that was junked used the original model, the, the you know, and that was something that that they in in the, the week between that's when they said okay we've got to revamp this. Um, there is a I think in the in the um, the early years book there is an actual shot of the original model. Um, Shawcraft used I mean used to be and some of it's been found they used to be very good at detailing what they made for various different productions and, that. and some of those photos sort of still exist some day but yeah it was very uh, uh undetailed when it had no scale to it whatsoever no no but yeah they they, they did a second attempt and that's the one that we see on screen yeah um regarding the daleks themselves i mean um yeah verity verity lambert's assistant producer marvin penfold told ray cusack to get a large cardboard tube for the body yeah. with smaller cardboard tubes for the arms and legs. And <laughs> and basically Ray's like, get stuffed, I'm not doing yeah. that. Um, I mean, he, he, was, uh, he, was a, he was a glorious product of, of our version of the studio system, the BBC, during that period, yeah. You, these people cared about what they did. Hmm. And it's fascinating to have a look at his original, you know, designs yeah. for the Dalek, you know, the cylindrical Daleks and stuff like this. We, we, we should also say at this point that originally it wasn't going to be Ray designing the Daleks. It was actually going to be a fellow by the name of Ridley Scott. Yeah, I wonder what ever became oh, of Yeah, yeah, that's a strange yeah. name. I've never heard it uh, yeah. before. Um, yeah, somebody called some bod by the name of Ridley Scott was meant to yeah. do it, but he was busy on another show for the BBC so Ray got the job Luckily we got Ray yeah 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 so yeah he came up with all these you know different versions he got con yep. conflicting um, uh, uh, opinions on whether it could be done or not from old uh, Jack Klein yep. um, and yeah went to Shawcroft um, and uh, yeah 
and basically they hammered it out. When he realised that, uh, you know, somebody was going to have to sit inside it, that shortened it considerably. I think they were meant to be like five foot nine originally, but they ended up there four foot six or whatever it is um, when you've got a person yeah, sat inside. Are, it's weird to think these, these are tiny little, tiny little props. Um, I mean, there is a... Because when they, they brought the Daleks back, they decided that... Um, they wanted the ice stalk the height of Billy Piper. Yeah, oh um, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, and there's this there's this thing that oh the original Daleks were designed to be the height of William Hartnell. It's like no, they weren't unfortunately. No, that's, that's a nice, nice story, but it's nonsense. Um, but yeah, it's 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 weird as well to think that um, that uh, Raymond Cusick um, he wanted like you say he wanted them cylindrical, but he was told that. The, 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 this making a cylindrical base would be too difficult. It was about fiberglass. Yeah. That's what Jack said. You can't yes, make yeah. that in fiberglass or something. Yeah. You, you've got to go wood or something or other. It, it, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and then Shawcraft because they they didn't they didn't really have um, they didn't have any, a carpenter, did they? Worked in wood. Yeah. They, they so they decided to make it out of fiberglass. fiberglass. <laughs> um, which, like Raymond said, if if he had known. He could have gone back to his original design and I'm had that cylindrical he... version. Yeah. Um, a, a little aside here: Has anybody produced a uh, an action figure of, based on the original design of the Dalek? Um, no, know? I mean there's, there's various 3D prints you can download and make your own action figure. Um, have you been tempted? Not, uh, no, I'm not a great fan of those designs. To be okay. honest. Okay. Um, but yeah, there is. I mean, recently on on one of the Facebook pages, there was someone that actually making a a character option size. Uh, figure of the first of the cylindrical design. Oh, right, right. Because um, right up until like when Shawcraft were doing it, because the original blueprint plans, the the arms were uh, were vertical, weren't they? They were yes. one above the other. Yes. Um, so so yeah, it's it, it's really interesting that that Shawcraft had such a, a, an impact on yes on these creatures. Yeah. Um, and they made four, didn't they? They, they made they four. Four props. Yeah. yeah, and it took four weeks to, to, yeah. to build them, um, and, and costing a thousand pounds in total. Thousand yes. pounds for four Daleks. Yeah, which, like, I say that's because what they had to do that had to come out of the budget for that story. So they they would sort of spread it over it, wouldn't they? And mm. and unfortunately, the the cost of the Tardis console room was already coming out of the budgets for all these episodes anyway mm. they had to be paying off so when we say that like um the dead planet episode was i think it was two thousand two hundred pounds that's that's not that that they had two hundred two thousand two hundred to spend on that thing that was also paying off the yeah. the, the other the other parts yeah um, well, I mean, you know, money-wise, that's you, you, you know, I mean, yeah. that explains why they got the sink plunger because they yeah. were meant yeah. to have had like pincers or something, but the yes. budget didn't stretch to that, so that's why they've got a sink plunger. Yeah, and um, like I say, one 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 Dalek had a working iris that was an old uh, camera. Iris, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a shutter from yes. an old camera put yeah. in a, into a dog food tin, which yeah. was then put into the eye. And it's it's glorious. I love that iris. It works so well. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, uh, uh, the these of course. I mean, most of the Daleks in the sixties were the, were silver and light blue. Yeah. Um, because that the light blue photographed in black and white as metallic. Um, so so yeah, they they the, the these props 
were great. They were great. And what's really weird as well is at, at the end of it, they just gave two of them away. Yeah, to Bernardo's. Think, yeah, to, to Bernardo's. Um, well, children. like you say, it was the end of the story. That, that was yeah. the end of the Daleks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do like, you know, how intricate the designs were by Shawcraft. The, the earliest yes. version, you know, um, you know, the eye stalks have got those nine blue discs. Yep. That was going to be simplified over time. You know, the guns were more intricately detailed. Yeah, the, yeah, the guns are, are very intricate. They've got um, perspex discs at them and, and yeah. multi-spokes. Yeah, these are, these are pristine and um, very, very, very detailed yes um, pristine's the right word because i like the fact when you look at later doctor who stories involving the daleks if you look at the gun the uh you know the the <laughs> yeah. wires are always bent because they, that yeah. that was a handy way of gripping the dalek when you're moving it yeah. around on the stage so they when, that, that they'd be squeezed together yeah when i had uh, when i had my dalek i used to go and do like children need and things like that in it and that people grab it by the gun Mm. You know, just and try and pull pull you forward. Yeah. Um, now I I put a CO two fire extinguisher in mine, so I would just fire that off. <laughs> if I touched yes. Um, they also, I mean, the fenders at the bottom were coated in uh, black carpet underlay, um, yeah. which helped underlay, muffle underlay. the sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which helped muffle the sound of yes. the wheels, but also yeah, they they had um, very small. Smaller, smaller, I think, than Raymond Kuzik wanted. Very small casters fitted, didn't yes. they? Yes. Um, which was great in the studio, but uh, as, as we'll come to, uh, not great anywhere else. Um, yeah, they, they had to change them. Uh, the, the um, I don't know, do you call them ears or the light, dome lights? Um, I'm interested at this point because it's, it's like ping pong balls. They are ping pong yeah. balls and they were a very, very late addition. Uh, yes. They never had them originally, but when, when they got into the studio, nobody could tell which one was meant to be talking. Yeah. They needed a visual cue. Well, th this is again, that it's a, it's, a, um, it's a cumulative effort to the Daleks we know. Because yeah, uh, you're right, they, um, they, didn't have, they didn't have lights on. Um, I find it I find it wonderful as well that um, obviously when when the merchandiser said um, we like these Daleks we think there's dust to be made um, so especially like the Dalek annuals and that they were sent rehearsal stills because obviously you can't have cameras going off when you're recording and during the rehearsal of course they would uh, lay out which Dalek by colour tape and then stick that colour tape in the shoulder um, rings yes and of course in the photos the the people drawing the Daleks thought that must be a speaker grill. Yes. Oh, and that, that, that weird lettering on the back, which was just a number in tape, that must be Dalek lettering. So it's amazing that the myth of you know the myth of the Daleks is already being yeah sort of weirdly created haphazardly. <laughs> um, so, something I didn't realise that was that there was a, an adaptation and an evolution of Daleks between filming episode one and two that early on in the in episode one if you watch the daleks they're quite stiff in their movement um they're not that maneuverable but between oh, yes. episode one and two, two, they had two and fixed, three, they oh is it two and three? Yeah. Oh, of course sorry yeah. yeah uh yeah they had fixed casters yes. the first time you see them but by the second episode that they were in uh they had made rotate they had put rotating ones on which made them far more maneuverable yeah which we all we all can appreciate that when we've got shopping trolleys where you get one wheel that doesn't turn. oh yeah yeah it, it, it yeah it's, it's true they're very 
they're very sluggish in uh, in episode two, and then after that, I just imagine little John Scott Martin wishing about. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you said earlier, yeah, the arms were meant to be, the two arms were meant to be on different bands to one another, not not, not on the same yes. level, but um, one above the other. And the original idea was they, they weren't going to be operated from inside. They were going to be operated from wires, from the gantry. Yeah, Kermit style. Above. Yeah. Kermit style. I, oh, no, that, that wouldn't have worked. Welcome to Scarrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, also, I mean... The, the the thing other things that get dropped so like the tell us the the sucker arm is is actually three sections even though you very rarely see it fully extended and like they drop that pretty rapidly um like say the gun is is much much more intricate um yeah this this is until until we hit uh until we hit um new who this is the nicest and cleanest you'll see, darling. Oh yeah. In this story. Yeah, they're downhill from now on, aren't yes, they? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple more things uh, before we get to our ratings. Uh, yeah. This whole idea of calling them pepper pots. Um, yeah. Ray Cusack yeah. said, "I never said that they were pepper pots. What that was, he we went was he went from meeting at Shawcraft. He took Bill Roberts, the, the manager there, out for." lunch and he was describing the the gliding motion that the Daleks were to have and he used a pepper pot and just pushed it around the table he never yeah. said they looked like pepper pots but they moved like this and used a pepper pot to illustrate it yeah I can't I, I mean they're actually someone calls them pepper pots in one of the stories I can't remember which one um, and it, yeah it makes no sense other, other than when they actually produce Dalek pepper pots no pepper pot looked like this. No. Um, I much prefer um, Dortmund's description as motorized dustbins because that, that sort of mm. at least at least makes sense. But yeah, yeah. the pepper, there's so many myths and legends and, and absolute horseshit about uh, the Daleks at the beginning, isn't there? That that is, for years was just accepted by fandom. Yeah. Um, it's, it is amazing. I do. It's like archaeology, isn't it? Trying to get facts and that out of this. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. One last thing. Yeah. Um, as we keep saying, this was meant to be a, a, a one-off story. The Daleks were dead. You know, people will always say, "Oh, why did they throw this away? Why did they throw that away?" Well, you can't. If you're never going to use it again, that's taking up valuable storage space. So um, once it was finished, uh, the four props weren't needed. Although. Verity Lambert did have the idea of uh, we might be able to use something with them, so kept two and gave two yeah, to Bernardo, Bernardo's, Dr. Yeah, Bernardo's the, the, children's the two that, charity. Uh, interestingly, the two that were kept, when it wasn't with an eye to, oh, these are going to come back. It was with an eye to, we can use this for publicity. Yes. Um, they were used, you know, designed for fates and things like that and, and getting publicity done, which they, they were used for. But yeah, two were given to um, Dr. Bernardo's uh, children's homes and almost immediately wrecked. Yes, yes. And they wouldn't have done that if they knew what was just about no, to happen. It, yeah. But before we talk about what happened next, uh, let's let's just pause and, uh, yes. and um, get our thoughts on our uh, tallies. All right, so... Uh, yes. So, design-wise, first, Ian, um, what do you reckon on the design of this very, very first version of the Dalek? Um, so, I think because it is, if you look at the original design, it's not what we get. 
because like I say people brought good ideas people brought some bad ideas so so the, the actual design um, I'm going to give it a nine because I think it's bloody brilliant it's, it's a work of genius uh, and I do love this I like the Daleks without the vertical slats uh, I don't know if it's because as a kid I had the Dalek annual and I just adored it I loved the TV 21 strips but yeah I, I, I'm going to give it a nine I can't give it a ten because like I say I don't I think some of it wasn't designed right it was lucky happenstance so right. that gets a, it gets a nine from me all right well I gave it a nine and a half right because almost everything is there that I want yeah. in a Dalek right but I miss the vertical slats I know you prefer them without yeah, the no, solar panels but they don't look complete to me. I'm so used to the vertical slats that they don't look right. And when, uh, when you draw a Dalek, I always draw it without. So do you draw it with? Oh, oh, oh yes. Dalek, yeah? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, those ping pong ball eyes, uh, uh, um, you know, lights up top, they're a little bit odd. Um, so I gave him I, a nine and a half. When I, when I built my Dalek, I did originally did this version. Um, and then he ended up getting painted black <laughs> to cover cover a multitude of damage. And I, I actually used the ping pong balls, and it, it works really well. You can see why they did it that way. It's mm -hmm. such a simple idea, um, but it's not the uh, it's not the Ford Anglia indicators that we get later on, the iconic ones, or the jam jars, or the oh god, oh. <laughs> we'll get to that, I suppose. Yeah. All right, so that's nine point two five then um, yeah. on on design. How effective are these first ones? I think they're in this setting with this story. They're totally effective for me. Uh, they get a ten. Ooh. Okay. Um, I gave them nine point seven five, not wow, quite a ten. Yeah. Right. And the reason I gave them nine point seven five, it would be a ten, but you've just got that peculiar moment, the help oh, me moment, yeah. and the erect eye stalk is yeah. is decidedly dodgy um so i dropped it i just a tad yeah all right I think it's fair. yeah i think it's fair all right so i've got 9.75 you've got 10 that's 9.875 which will round up to 9.9 .9. yeah. all right so that's their effectiveness is nine point um, i've got so many pieces of paper tonight i usually <laughs> I've, I've got a load of pieces of paper tonight i've got yeah. far more plus 9.25 divided by two gives us an adversary rating all right that's 9.6 all right 9.6 now how high does this early version of the daleks go 9.6 oh they're in they're in second place oh who's first sontar and lynx okay all right same height as well yeah 9.6 dalek daleks if you could have a Absolutely screen accurate Sontaran costume to wear, or an absolutely screen accurate Dalek to trundle about in. Which would you have? Dalek, definitely. Yeah, yeah because you, yeah. I've always wanted one, I've, yeah. but uh, it's never occurred to me to try and make one. I've but... got I've got a Dalek, a fiberglass Dalek dome head dome in the attic. Never done anything with it. Where, where on earth do you get that from? Well, this is this is this is so random. So when I worked for Maplin, um, one of the guys that worked there, he came in. He goes, "Ah, oh, my wife's making me um, clean out the shed, and I found this, and it's a a, a very nice 
fiber dust Dalek dome. It's like, where'd you get that from? I can't remember. It's like, how do you not remember where you got a Dalek dome from? Um, so he hadn't nicked it, had he? And, and that's just a story. Well, he might have done, I suppose. But who nicks a clear Dalek yeah, dome? Who, yeah, I, uh, I don't mind because, um, uh, you know, perhaps I should have asked him, is this stolen property? But I just went, yeah, I'll have it. <laughs> I've never had, it's, it's, it's in the attic. I've never had anything. I keep meaning to build another Dalek, but realistically, yeah, I probably not anything. All right. I'll, I'll do something with it one day, I think. Make a coffee table out of it, a fruit bowl. Right, fruit bowl. Well, if you do, put photos up on Facebook. Will, we would yes. all like to see that. All right, so we are just over an hour into the show, and we've only done okay. one story, so I think we've got to G up a bit. Yeah, we'll go a bit quicker. Well, we're not going to do the plots, I don't think, of the rest, are we, in any great detail? No, no, no. It's more a, yeah. a general overview, all yeah. right? Okay. All right. Has the attack been Yes. Most of the rebels were killed or wounded. Fight every survivor. Destroy everyone. Destroy them. Destroy every one of them. Dalek invasion of Earth, then. Um, yes. Yeah, the first, it, it, they were hit immediately, weren't they, in that first yes. few weeks yeah. of uh, 1964. And uh, by February, plans were in motion to bring them back. I mean, you know, it, it's always been in, in movies and TV. Something successful, you know, you want another slice of the pie, don't you? Exactly. And also, um, at this point, the BBC had no merchandise now. And it was the Daleks that basically made them realise... We, we perhaps should try and organise some of this making of money out of our products. Um, so we can thank we can thank the Daleks, really, for BBC Enterprises and everything that stemmed from that. Yeah. And, of course, what we don't realise is back then when Terry Nation was, you know, formally commissioned to, to write the sequel, um, you know, the whole future of Doctor Who was very much in doubt... And they knew yes. that they wanted another Dalek story, but there was only going to be like one more story after that, and potentially that's when Doctor Who would finish. Um, so he, he's given the job of writing a sequel, uh, which had working titles of The Invaders and The Return of the Daleks. Um, Very imaginative. Right. Yes. But his, his storyline called for an invasion of Daleks, so, you know, it's like, yeah. how can we have an invasion of Daleks? We've only got two at that time. Yeah. They only had the two that Verity said keep hold of. So that's when they, you know, I think rather sheepishly called up Dr. Bernardo's and said, you know, yeah, those two Daleks we gave you, can, can we borrow can we them borrow back, them please? Back? Yeah, it's, it's fascinating, isn't it? That, yeah, so they had, they had the two Daleks that were in storage and they were in good nick, uh, but they did need a bit of refurbing. Um, obviously for the the changes so they asked yeah they then asked bernardo's can we have your daleks back not expecting that when they got them back they were absolutely wrecked yep. <laughs> the kids had completely destroyed them basically they were particularly knackered um again as you said suffering from huge gun arm bendage and yes. also yeah shoulder collars that da were damaged beyond repair for most of them um, and then, yeah, they realised they needed more than that, so they actually commissioned two new props. Yep. Um, which was, a, again, another... Although it was a large slice of the um, the budget, they were actually done cheaper, weren't they? They, they were. 
Yeah, they had learned, Shawcraft had learned, you know, from making those first four that they could make them cheaper. They used different materials this time, yeah. cheaper materials. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, what's your history with this one? Is this a target novelization first? Um, yeah, I, I, the first thing I would have read would have been the target novelization. Um, again, not one I saw on television until the, the VHS has come out. Right. Um, I, I was very familiar with the uh, the cushion version, and I I sort of preferred a cushion version, although it's it has huge problems. Um, I think this story has huge problems as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, when I finally did get to see it, because again, fan fan, fan myths were like that that this was the one of the perfect stories, and it, it was absolutely terrifying and it was a you know huge budget and then you finally watch it and it's 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 horribly directed um there's a couple of bright patches but it's so slow and it almost feels like we're watching the rehearsals rather than a finished product it there's an awful lot of plod in yes. this story isn't there yeah, yeah I, I mean, it, I, do, it doesn't help that Hartnell injured his back then he was dropped on the the, the saucer from the ramp and so he buggers off for you know a couple of episodes yeah yeah um but yeah i i was i was shocked when i saw this that how different it is to the film version um the, i think the only things i prefer in this to the film version uh is the the the, the main resistance guy um oh, i can't think of his name uh He's wearing like a dentist smock. He's the sarcastic mm -hmm. guy. I think he's better in this, um, but I think in most other respects, it's it's not as good. It's um, moodier, isn't it, because of the black oh, and white? Yeah, it's definitely moodier. It's mo it's definitely more serious. It's taken totally serious, um, but but things that actually make more sense. So the Robo Men in this—they're not wearing <laughs> gimp suits and crash helmets mm. because why would you? They're just they're in nineteen sixties clothing, um, with these big uh, mechanical helmets on. Mm. Um, but they they'll they're so weirdly acted. Mm. Oh, that's not one. acting. Yeah. I mean, no. Well, it is if you're Derek Deadman, sort of. Yeah. It's well, like... they, they they've got DP Gumby voice, haven't they? Yes, there's <laughs> that oh, as well. Oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah. No, they, they're not good. They're not good. No. Um, and also, the I, first I, episode is great. I love the first episode. Well, the opening is terrific. You know, the Robo Man um, drowning yeah. himself in the River Thames, and then we've got that sign on the wall saying it's forbidden to dump bodies yeah. in in the water. No, no sugar puffs adverts either. No, no, famous. no. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? I was going to say something then. Oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. I'm sure it'll come back. Yeah, no, but it's I mean, sugar puffs, huh? is that what it is? All right, okay, but um, no, I watching it, it it it's quite quaint watching it now because yeah. you know, quaint. It, that's a great word for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, it it's oh, that's what I was going to say. I, I, some of the plodding, I think, I think this is the only second time the show had ever done location. Yeah. I'd gone on location to do filming, and there's an awful lot of plodding of seeing the Daleks on their little, you know, sightseeing tour around yes. London. Yeah. You know? Well, it's like we've gone out on a Sunday morning to film this. We're going to make the most of it. Yes. Um, 
and also one of the things that this that really hampers this is is the score is terrible the music is awful in this it's like just random jazz drum beats mm. um it, it doesn't help the mood no. um, it's yeah it it's it's well worth watching and it's it is quite it's quite enjoyable but I w- I've often watched the first episode. I've almost never watched the rest of it. I'll no. go and get the Cushion film. No, no. Yeah. I tell you what, the the Cushion film has an advantage over the TV version, and that's the Dalek saucer yeah, oh, in the, the film is much oh, better than the uh, yeah. <laughs> the wheel cap that we get on TV. Effectively speaking, we compared. Yeah, uh, yeah both 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 scenes. It was a long... Well remembered, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, we did. No, but I, when I say quaint, I'm thinking in terms of, you know, when they arrive, they arrive in this strangely quiet, you know, East End yeah. London. And I love how Ian goes, maybe it's Sunday. Because, yeah. you know, you remember a time where all shops shut on yeah. a Sunday and places were deserted on a Sunday. I, I live in Wales, mate. It still happens. Oh, okay. All right. Most of the shops still close half-day Wednesday in Wales. Um, yeah, I remember as a kid, like, Sunday was, you might go to the Sunday market, um, never go to church, never do that, um, you might go to Sunday market, and then after that, yeah, there's nothing, you can't do anything. Even the pubs shut after lunch, yeah. didn't they, yeah. and then yeah. reopened in the evening. I remember when I started, you know, as a projectionist, Sundays, you didn't open until like four in the afternoon, yeah. the only times you no opened at, at, uh, on a Sunday yeah, you know, at like midday was during the the, the big holidays. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, so I I can understand um, Ian's idea on that. Um, yeah, it's this. Like I say, the first episode I I think is great. It's moody, atmospheric. Um, you know, you're you're thinking, what's happening here? What's going on? And of course, we get the uh, we get the absolute brilliant episode ending yep you mean the Dalek coming out the water yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Swimming Dalek. before we get to the swimming Dalek I, I also you know it is quite striking watching that first episode um, we find out later it's 2167 but like the, no that the East End docks you know they will be changed forever within what 20 years of yeah. them making this those docks are all gone or they've yeah. been turned into luxury apartments the, um, I mean, it, it, it's it's harsh to uh, to to expect them to know what's going to happen in that. But yeah, there was no thought that any of this would be refurbished no. and modernised. And yeah, it's gone. I love the I love the um, the, the very very air type we get of matte painting of the uh, Battersea Power Station. Power, yeah, power, Battersea Power Station with a nuclear power station <laughs> right yeah, next door to right it. Right next door to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it, I think the film suffers worse, but it doesn't feel. It, it, it feels weird that they set this so far in the future with no real thought given to changing anything from looking like the sixties. Mm. Um, like I say, we get we get um, uh, we get the resistance guy, and he's wearing a slightly futuristic shirt. Mm. But then no one, everyone else is just in suits and things. <laughs> 1960s suits. 1960s suits. Uh, the, the, like I say, the film version is worse, 
um, much, much worse in that they don't even bother trying to do anything. At least, like in this, they've got an old van because they get it from a motor museum and yes, things yeah. like that. And I, I love the fact that they're sort of saying, oh, the Chelsea heliport. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just to, uh, again, just establish we are in the future. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In the future, everyone will travel by helicopter. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, they find out, yeah, the, the, the Daleks are masters of a ruined earth. There'd been a meteor storm yes. which carried a plague 10 years before that. Yes. Um, yeah, the, uh, it, it's, um, it's, it's a bit more exposition in this than the film, isn't there, where they, they're explaining what's happened to the earth. And I think that does flesh it out nicely. It's grim. Mm. Yeah, the Daleks didn't just invade because they've only got six of them. Um, so they yeah they bombard the um very triffids like and they bombard the earth with meteorites which it turns out there's plague on the meteorites and it's wiped out almost all of the all of the civilizations of the planet yeah they're not unified um, at all are they they're all, all just no, we're, they're, they're animals aren't they at the moment really. yeah yeah and and uh, but here we are i mean we're in the second ever story and and we're going down the path already you know we have the chanting of the we are the masters of earth yeah. we've well, got the, i say th this is the point where termination went oh yeah the nazis well i i thought that yeah. when you see them sending out that message to the people to come out yeah. into the streets and cooperate yeah. and it's like yep that's a nazi well, like there's that there's that great scene where they will line up by the uh, the lions in Trafalgar Square and give a Nazi salute with their suckers. Oh, like, yeah, you're a bit, a bit on the nose there, mate. <laughs> that is a yeah. There are wincible yeah. moments in this. A wincible yes. moment, like like I say, is the wobbly saucer uh, yes. flying. The, the, the hubcap on strings. Yeah, yes. yeah, and uh, and that moment where you've got the Doctor. I think it's when they see the saucer, the Doctor and Ian, yeah. and the background is just clearly a a it's painted. A, 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 a photo blow up yeah. with, with folds in it. It's on a, yeah. on a curtain or something. Yeah, it. Um, the budget really doesn't hold up to what they wanted to do with this. No. Um, I know it would have looked much better on a, a you know a five two five line old TV, um, but yeah, I think even at the time they they must have known they've overstepped their mark just a bit on some of this stuff. To, to the point where obviously the, the, the script was much different to this for the ending. You know, I, I don't know if you've looked into like, because the original idea was the trench and run around, mm. so to circle the earth and run around. And obviously, again, people, you know, Ter Terry had, had forgotten his uh, acumen of, of not going over budget. And they went, now nah, you, you, you can have a quarry in Bedford, mate. <laughs> That's about all you're going to Well, get. if we're talking quarry in Bedford, I mean, this is just a bomb. <coughs> A, a bampot notion of what what the Daleks yeah. want the Earth for. <laughs> you know? Yes, it's like Terry. What were you thinking? Yeah, what were you thinking? Uh, the other thing that that you you when you first watch this that comes as just an utter shock because uh, it's not in the film at all is the slither. Oh, good. Yeah, we. Oh, I yeah. forgot to tell you, Ian. We got a vote on the slither. Have we? Okay, that should be easy enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's because. When I first watched this, you know, I was familiar with the um, with the, the film. I'd read the novelization, but it, it wasn't like stuck in my mind or anything. And then we get to the sliver appearing. It's just, oh god! And he's he's wobbling his tentacles. At, well, his wooden know, sticks—they're not really wooden, tentacles, yeah. are they? Um, a bit of wooden dowling. Yeah, uh, awful. 
And and again, the um, the bomb dropping bit at the end, just the budget doesn't quite stretch for it. I do absolutely love though when Barbara's trying to confuse him by telling him about the plot, and she just it's like all historical facts mashed together. Mm. Um, and the Daleks yeah. are like, what? What? We've conquered India. <laughs> what? Yeah. What are you yeah. saying? <laughs> But I again, you know, this is early days Dalek lore. Yes. So you know, um, you know, the the Daleks have got no knowledge of the Doctor because nope. the Doctor's already no said, yeah, this is million a million years in the past from the Daleks that they had seen before. So the Daleks yeah. don't know the Doctor. The Daleks don't know anything about time travel. Yeah. They don't know anything about Time Lords because Time Lords don't exist time yet. Don't exist. Yeah. But they still use static electricity via that bloody great dish that they've got yes. got on their backs yeah we we yeah when when we discuss the design the way I yeah we'll mention that yeah they, they i mean this is what's really weird isn't it they they played fair with the concepts and tried to work out ways of doing this rather than yep. just going no one will remember that static electricity nah nah forget it mate um because i don't think it would have mattered i don't think anyone would have been watching it and gone hang on the other Daleks, oh, they've got big bases, that must be it. You, you don't need that level of detail. But I'm amazed they played fair with it. And, and, and it's written quite well, because it's Ian yeah. who, who says, well, yeah. they couldn't leave it's their city. Different, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, th I think that's really nifty. What yeah. is also nifty is, you know, the fact that we've got, for the very first time, Dalek variants yes. um, yeah. in their paint jobs. I mean, in the first time we see one, you've got this black-headed... Dalek with alternate black yeah. slats, who by the next episode is completely black. Yeah, so so they they realised that they wanted a Dalek leader, um, and they thought that with all the hassle last time where all the Daleks are so let's make the leader a different colour. But they didn't have time to do it fully, so we get this lovely every other slat painted, mm. every other section painted. Which fandom have turned into? Oh, it's a Dalek saucer commander. Yes, I saw so, that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, no, it's not. It is an half-finished job. Yeah, um, yeah. So the following week, they they do it all black, which is what they wanted originally. Yeah, um, and that's the Supreme Controller. He's called the yes. Supreme Controller, yeah. isn't he? But yeah, I, I I love I love how fandom does that. Oh no, yeah, no, that's just another one. That's the yeah. saucer commander yeah, and he's no, just somewhere else yeah. for the rest of the story you know yeah. yes um and of course yeah the big the big change for the daleks is the deeper fenders that they've yes. got yeah which yeah, so it, and that was pure, purely practical wasn't it yeah i've got a quote from yeah. from ray about that oh cool he says, um, because yes, I mean, he was on another project for this second Dalek story. Yeah. So, so uh, a new designer came on board. Spencer Chapman was the guy who uh, was the designer for this story. Yeah. And uh, Ray says, when the Daleks had originally been built, they had all been fitted with sets of three-inch tall rubber-tired Falexo casters. They're the sort of wheels you'll find on a supermarket trolley, and they were absolutely perfect for the flat floor of the recording studio. But when Spencer tested the, the Daleks on a typically uneven London pavement, he found that their casings wobbled and clattered as the casters moved from slab to slab. To minimise this, Spencer had, had sets of larger pneumatic tyres fitted to the bases, which led to their rubber skirts being enlarged and the Daleks being taller overall. So it was just practicality, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 
we need we need bigger wheels therefore we need the bigger base um, do you l prefer them do you like them with the bigger bases I I like the bigger bases on the movie Daleks I don't like the bigger bases on the TV ones because they're they stick out the front but they don't really stick out the back they're not uniform and I just think it looks a bit weird right um, I don't think they needed to be bigger I mean it does make them more imposing um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a great fan of the bigger bases. I'm certainly not a fan of the uh, the satellite dish on the back. Um, that's so 1950s sci-fi, isn't it? All right. Well, shall we sh shall we vote on that then? Yeah. Let's. let's but before do we do that, um, we have an Earth date, don't we? Yes, that's true. Actually, yeah. Twenty-one sixty-seven, London and Bedfordshire. So let me just have a look. 2167. Right, that's going to go in there. 2160. So, sorry, I'll just write this down. 2167. Because everyone everyone thinks it's 2164, don't they? Because the doctor finds a calendar. But of course, that's three years old. Yes, yes. When the, the plague and that hit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Let's watch a film, then it's 2150 AD. Right. So. So, so confusing. If it's 2167, right, and yeah. the meteor storm happened 10 years before, that's 2157, right? Yeah. About 70 years before that happened, the fifth Doctor was under the sea for Warriors of the Deep. Oh, right. <coughs> was that your cat falling over in shock? It was something falling down, but I don't... I don't know what it was. How bizarre. Well, I oh, can't... Oh, was my phone it. falling off. That's All right, okay. All right, so, right, next tally then, invasion yes. tally, right, design of these, you um, know, they've yeah, still got so the same colours, haven't they, you know, yep. but they've just basically got a big skirt now and a big dish on the back. Yeah, so, so we, yeah, you've got a big, big skirt, for reasons we've said, you've got a big dish on the back, awful. They also decided to change the, um, the eye stalk, so the eye stalks are super long, mm. um, because they thought it... They looked pinheaded when in big base. It looked pinheaded, so they put these super long eye stalks on. And again, I don't, I don't really like that design. Um, so for me, design-wise, uh, this only gets a six. A six? Yeah. Blimey! I, that I just is... don't like. I do not like this design. Oh, blimey! Yeah. Blimey! I mean, yeah, no, I, I agree with what you've said, yeah. but I didn't. I, I, I only dropped it down to a nine. Really? Wow. Right, so nine plus six. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm a bit taken aback by that. So, so that's a, a design of seven and a half. All right. So, how effective are these fellas? Um, I, I, I quite, I quite like them when they're moving and when they're trolling about London and that. And I do like the most effective shot. I think is the one coming out of the water. I do. I, I love that. Um, so effectiveness, um, I gave them an eight. Blimey, Ian, you are low, low scoring uh, on I'm these a, ones. Yeah, I'm not a fan of these this this particular design. Okay, well, I stayed I'm at a nine. I'm team, I'm team Cusick, you see, not not team Chapman. Ah, uh, might be, might be. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I I gave it a nine, so that's eight and a half. Oh, right. All right. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm. That, I, I quite like them taller, but I don't like I don't like the uh, fender. No, no, I, I 
I, I, I have nothing against... I quite like the movie... In fact, I love the movie Daleks. I quite like the Fenders on them. Because they... I don't... There's something wrong with the TV Fenders, and I can't work out what it is. It's not pleasing. Because mm. um, everyone thinks they're the same, don't they? You think it's the same as the movie ones. But when you look at photos of them, there's something about the back end of this Dalek that just doesn't work. All right. Nice from the front, you know. All right. So that's... Let me just... Sorry... I'm, my my calculator is going to get a bit of work tonight, I think. Oh, That's... this was also the um, the start of the simplified gun arm, wasn't it? So the two new ones they built and the Doctor Bernardo's ones all had simplified gun sticks. Yeah, they that, they'd lost. Worse and is worse, it at yeah. this point they'd lost the uh, clear perspex octagons? Yes. Yeah. They've, yeah, they've gone still by got. That point. I think the eight wires. They haven't gone down to six wires. They still got the eight wires, but they haven't got anything supporting them. So, again. As you watch this, you just see them getting more and more bent out of shape. Right, right. Okay, well, that's an adversary rating of eight. All right. right. So the invasion Daleks have an adversary rating of eight. Oh, I didn't say, but the, the, the Dalek Daleks are in a caravan by themselves. Right. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Which is lucky, really. Would you get a Dalek in a caravan? If it was a, ca a caravan shaped for a Dalek, I guess yeah. it would work. Oh, do you think it's got like scarish shaped doors on it? Yeah, it could have. It could have, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Dalek Daleks at 9.6, their nearest neighbour at 9.4 is uh, the Dra Draconians. Oh, right. The Draconians are in third place, right? But the invasion Daleks actually share yeah. a caravan. Oh, damn. And it's quite appropriate. They, they are actually sharing with Lytton. Oh, um, oh, that nice. From the Dalek, they, the Dalek yeah, version can, of Lytton. They can spend an evening together polishing their balls, can't they? Okay, <laughs> polishing each other's balls. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you want to get up to, really. Yeah. Um, oh, that's quite, that's quite good. Yeah. I thought for a moment you were going to say something, and I, I would have gone, oh, no, we have underscored them. It would have been like they're, they're teamed up with something awful. But no, mm. Lytton's fine. I think that, that works for me. All right, now, did you want to do a tally... Ooh. The tallies yeah. for the, yeah. the, the Supreme Commander. Oh. I.e. the all-black one. Do, does that yeah. change your vote I do, in any way? I do, li I think I do like the all-black Dalek. I don't like the weird, inverted commas, Saucer Commander. Because that looks exactly what it is, an unfinished Dalek. But I do like the black Dalek. I'm going to... I'm going to give that... I'm going to go up eight for the black Dalek. Eight. All right. On design and the same effectiveness. So, all right. Bad luck. You got to work out this now. And then we haven't even done the slither yet. No. Will you ever think about that? I mean, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm keeping my scores, my two nines. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the, the supreme commander gets an eight and a half. Right. And what did you give him for effectiveness? Uh, I gave him an eight, I think, for effectiveness. Did I? And, and that's an eight. Okay. So that, that's an eight and a half yeah. as well. So. Yeah. All right, so he's an adversary rating of eight and a half. So okay. inv invasion, saucer, oh no, supreme is eight and a half, and he is in a caravan by himself. Right. All right. Okay. He's right next to next door to the brigade leader. <laughs> you oh, know, old Nicholas, evil Nicholas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm so on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not so I ever thought I'd, uh, I'd be saying to be fair. Yeah, I hope your window wasn't open yeah. and people were yeah. you as they walked by, uh, past. Neighbours are used to it. 
Ah, all right. Um, so, all right then, let's do the slither before we move on, shall we? Yes. Um, uh, um, <laughs> um, what can you say? I mean, design-wise, I think the design probably was okay, but it's not, I mean, it's just... It, it, oh, it's all, I'm going to give it a three for design. A three? Can, yeah. Um, it's, no one's ever going to buy a figure of the sliver, are they? I think I'll join you in that three. I mean, it looks just like an old tent or an old tarpaulin yeah, really. that they it's like, it's like a, bits It's like a ghillie suit that, that's fell into a tar pit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So and those little pincers as well, they just make me laugh. Oh, they're just, they've been whittled yeah, in an afternoon yeah. or something this is, by the looks. Yeah, the, well, I, I think you're right there. This is something that probably Shawcraft came up with in an afternoon. Yep, that was on the fly they did that. Yeah. So, so all right, I'll join you in a three. How effective is this thing? Um, Zero. <laughs> the sound effect is terrible. The way it moves is embarrassing. The fact that they have to cut away from a shot because it can't get up a slight incline. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. It's rubbish. It deserves to fall to its death, the idiot. I'm 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 agreeing with you on a zero for that yeah. as well. So he he gets a uh, adversary rating of one and a half, which I, that's got to be the lowest. Uh, Adversary that we're going to have tonight. Didn't we, didn't we give uh, Mester something like that? No, no, tonight. Oh, tonight. Yeah, I think it'll be the lowest tonight. Yeah. yeah well, he's in a caravan. Yeah. Um, with last week's the Scovox. Oh no, the two weeks ago the Scovox Blitz Blitzer <laughs> is yeah, one and a half. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They deserve each That's other. About where they are. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder they cut it out of the film. <laughs> All right, okay, let me just get my pieces of paper back together because we've got to move on to the next story, haven't we? Yes, which is the which, Space Museum. Space Museum, yeah, I thought I thought we would mention that, you yeah. know. Um, there's no point in design tallying it and effectiveness unless you no. want to do the effectiveness of William Hartnell popping his head out of a Dalek. Well, it makes a great meme where he pops his head out and says, I am the master, and, and a load of fanboys go, oh, Ooh. does that mean he was the master? <laughs> no, you idiots um the only thing i don't the only thing i think is worth mentioning about space museum is they absolutely butcher one of the dalek tops to make it hinged so mm. from this point on one of i think it was dalek one as well i think it was one of the ones from the dead planet that they um they bung this massive great big hinge on the back of the dome so that uh william hartnell can lift it up yeah um but other than that it is literally it is literally a, a standard Dalek. They don't really do anything with it. No. Yeah. No. So I think I think it gets an honourable mention. Yes. Yeah. It. I thought we mentioned it, but no tallies or anything like no that. No tallies. Yeah. All right. So then we have got to move on to the next story, which is um, the chase. The chase. Yes. One of uh, one of my. Is it a guilty pleasure? It's a guilty so, pleasure. Yeah. It is so peculiar. It is so it is, odd. Report yeah. position of enemy machine. It's movement through time is ending. It is approaching the planet Mechanus. How long before we reach them? Uh, uh, in Earth time, uh, four minutes. There is much to do. Is the humanoid robot complete? The computer is feeding its memory cells with data. Physical characteristics are completed. Energy cells fully charged. Micro units containing personality and vocal mannerisms are charged. Prepare to activate. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, it's Uncle Terry again, isn't it? Yes. Um, um, Christmas 1964 now. I mean, Dalek Mania was uh, well and truly up and about. So, you know, yeah. he was commissioned to write a serial, which was called Dalek 3 for a very long time. It was just called yes, Dalek 3. Yes, imaginatively titled Dalek 3. Um, this is Terry rapidly losing interest, isn't it? Um, he... This is, this is a mishmash of... I mean, you, I, I think it's pushing it to call it a story, isn't it? This is a mishmash of Flash Gordon style. Uh, they're doing this for 10 minutes, and then they're doing that for 10 minutes, and then they're going here for 10 minutes. And um, I do love it. I, I absolutely uh, love this programme, but it's... You wouldn't you wouldn't show it to someone that don't know Doctor Who to introduce them to it. It's not a good introductory no. tale, is it? Uh, and this, this sort of goes to the Daleks as well, because... For some, I don't, I don't know whether the script was written this way or whatever, but because everything's got a slightly comedic tone, um, the Daleks have a, a comedic tone. Mm. This is the this is the first of the because whatever you can say about Dalek Invasion of Earth, they were treated totally seriously. This is the first of the taking the Mickey out of the Daleks on the program. Yeah, the actual program itself yes, <laughs> is yes. taking the Mickey out of them. It's an odd decision, that, because, you know, Dalek Mania was off and running, and you're going to take the piss out of yeah. a big cash cow that you've got. It seems a bit it, odd now, doesn't it? Won, yeah. It, it seems a mad move now. I, won, I wonder if it was... Um, this is the point where Terry sort of thinks he's better than the Daleks, even though he's, you know, he's, made, he's made quite a bit of money from them. He'll make a lot more money from them. And it gets to the point in the, uh, the the later part of the sixties where he's desperately trying to sell them to American TV to make that's the cash cow. Um, but I think I think at this point he he clearly doesn't really give a a rat's no. about about doing this. So I think he's taken the Mickey out of them. To be honest, um, it, it, it's so weird. I mean, it's yeah. It and like I say I do love it. I enjoy watching it, and it's one that I watch regularly. Um, but when it was released on VHS and, and fandom got a good look at it, its reputation went through the floor. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those that was always thought to be, this is, this is a great story. Because again, I, I'm pretty certain I might be wrong, but I, I don't think the novelization had been done when this was released first on VHS. Or it might have been sort of coincided with it. So people didn't really have much to go on. Mm. Um, and it's it's just a wacky, wacky old story. Isn't it? it is wacky. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. Um, at that time at the BBC, uh, the production was uh, doing this thing called double banking, which is where they work on two stories at the same time. Oh right. Yeah, so the they were working way, yeah. on the chase and the space museum um, at exactly the same time. But not yeah. only that, but they were making Doctor Who and the Daleks at Shepperton at exactly yeah. the same time, meaning there were three Dalek-related productions underway at That's once, mad, all using props built yeah. by Shawcraft. They must have been rubbing their little hands together. They were. Yeah, because we we've get we got five, five, well, five actual Dalek props and three dummy movie Daleks in this, haven't we? Um, which are very easy to spot because they've removed the bases and they don't move. Yeah. Um, they're sort of background fodder. Um there was yeah there was the two Daleks from the Daleks there was um, 
They couldn't use the Bernardos because no, they didn't give them back. That, yeah, they were yeah. busy using them for charity yes. work. So you yeah. can't really say... Probably wrecked them again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they, they had the two Daleks from Dalek Invasion of Earth, um, and then they built one new prop one, but Shawcraft actually built it from the, the methods and moulds for the movie Daleks, so it's yes. a really weird hybrid. See, that's why people think it is one from the movie. It's not. It's 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 using moulds, etc., etc., that they were doing for the movie one. So, yeah, that one is a bit of an oddity. Yes. Um, But the important thing was Ray Cusack was back on board. Yeah, back. Ray's back. Yeah, and he didn't like those dishes that Spencer had put on the back, and he reckoned he could do better. (laughs) Yeah. So, Um, and he does, to be fair. I, like I say, I prefer the um, the shoulder slats on their own, but the solar panels, or whatever, I mean, I call them solar panels, God knows what they're meant to be. No, they are meant to be solar panels. Are they meant to be solar panels? The yeah. slats, uh, they look great. They do now. They rapidly get <laughs> they get banged out of shape later on. But yeah, they look they do look great on these Daleks. It does, it does make them somehow more tank-like, doesn't it? It makes mm. them more, like, almost like armour plating. Um, but yeah, they're getting rid of the dish, going back to the smaller Daleks. Well done, Ray. Yeah, because he didn't like the, the double fender, did he? Um, <coughs> no. and, and they're back in the studio now, so you don't, don't, need, you don't need the it. large It would one. have been a hindrance, in fact, wouldn't it? Yes. To have these massive fenders yeah. kicking about. Yeah. Also, the eyeballs were back to being black. They've been silver for uh, yes. Dalek Invasion of Earth. Yeah. And um, yeah, and as I say, yeah, the slats were put in all over that upper collar area. And they were given a, a, a bit of a, a touch-up paint job, and apparently yes. the uh, the hemispheres were a, a bit of a darker blue now than yes, the, yeah, the light than sky the, blue that yeah. they had been. Um, I've got another quote from Ray. All right, regarding the um, the that real uh, that's a peculiar moment in this story when the Dalek is coming out the sand, and he's making yes. those noises as he comes he's out. He's almost coughing his guts up, isn't he? That is very weird. I mean, it's totally selling the point there's a living creature yeah. inside oh, yeah. it. You know, well, it's, it sort of comes because later on, one of the Daleks is asked something. It's going, um, uh, oh, um, that's I, 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 I really don't like that yeah. moment. No. That, that, that's no, no, no. that, that I've factored in on my yeah. effectiveness is the yeah, yeah, trying to work out well, the when, calculations. And you got when them. I first watched it, I thought, is this a fluff? Has he forgotten his lines? And then, no, it's it's. It's a it's stupid Dalek. Script, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, over to Ray, when he's talking about the, the Dalek, um, you know, coming out the sand, yeah. he says, uh, at one point in this story, a Dalek that had hidden itself completely within a sand dune had to swiftly emerge. I knew immediately that the sequence would have to be realised as a model shot, but the show's director, Richard Martin, insisted that we go on location to Camber Sands, bury a full-sized Dalek and tow it out using a Land Rover. We tried to explain to him that the physical resistance of the sand against the Dalek casing would increase its weight by about a ton, but he still wanted to try it. Richard compromised slightly by allowing us to only partially bury the Dalek before we attempted to drag it out. Even with the concession of it being half buried, the the Land Rover still couldn't shift the Dalek and only succeeded in snapping the towing cable. Eventually, Richard had to admit defeat, so I got Shawcraft to make me a fifth-scale model Dalek, and we realised the sequence in the studio. And that yeah. still exists. I saw a while back. Somebody's yeah, yeah, still got it. it, haven't they? Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's on a gimbal. There. It's a little model Dalek in a, in a, like, a wooden box on a little gimbal. Yeah, yeah. 
it's, it's yeah um i've there's a few interviews with uh ray about uh, um the director of this one he's not a fan is he he's not no. a fan of this director no no um so in this story right um the Daleks are chasing their greatest enemies. They yes, call them their this, greatest enemies. This is the point. This is the point in the, the show's history where the Daleks are rewritten as the Doctor's arch enemy yep. and vice versa. Yep. Um, to the point where like, the, the Daleks now have time travel casting. Yeah. Somehow um, they've discovered time travel and, yeah. and these are the Daleks after 2167 because they know the Doctor. Yes. And at yeah, this point, this is, I think, this is the point where, you know, any sort of, like, serious thought as to chronologically place each form of Dalek that we ever see goes completely out the window. And yeah. when Davros comes along, that's even more so, yeah, you know. This, this, is the, this is the point, these are the Daleks, this is the point where the rest of the Dalek history extrapolates from, which is a real shame because this is the worst the worst of the 60s Dalek stories, I think. Mm. So ter ter Terry doesn't really care that everything's quite shoddy. It's very comedic. Um, they've gone with the very simple arch-enemy type idea. Uh, and this is what goes forward. This is all of Dalek history, as we know, stems from this point, yep. rather than the two much superior uh, previous ones. Well, yeah, and uh, unfortunately, it's a... a a, a path that they never veer from uh, no. ever again, no. do they? Uh, unfortunately, no, the, da the Daleks never, never regain their their individual menace anymore. They, it goes up slightly with the Dalek master plan, but that's more what's happening around them. And yes, you know what I mean, and, and Mavic, of course. But yeah, this this is um, this is the fracture point, isn't it? Where it could have been so different, and yeah. this is what we've got. No, I'm afraid this is what we've got. Yeah. We've also got, as well, we've got a Dalek Supreme in black. Yes. We do yeah. like our Dalek Supremes, don't we? We do. Um, and we've got a Dalek with a Perceptor. If they had three of them, they could form a singing group. <laughs> well, a fourth, called Diana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Davros and the Supremes. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, one Dalek has got this thing called a Perceptor. Um, that yeah, can track the yeah. TARDIS, um, this ball thing. Well, it's like a gyroscope, really, again. isn't it? Yeah, yeah I don't so know how it tracks the TARDIS. Yeah. I don't know, because, yeah, the Doctor could do with that as well, to be fair. Um, yeah, this is, they, they, yeah, they got this, uh, this weird device that allows them to track the TARDIS. I'm presuming it detects um, eddies in the time flow or some such nonsense, nonsense. <laughs> yes. it, um, it literally is one of do you remember those gyroscopes you used to have as a kid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Bit, it reminds me of one of them I used to love them yeah I wonder if you can still get them I, I know not simple but, pleasures yeah yeah simple pleasure also is the uh, I like their time machine which is basically a cupboard with yes. a an open back and you know to show you this army going into it they're doing that you yeah. know go through that, and come round the back of the camera that doesn't quite work though does it because at one point, they get out of sync and there's quite a gap. And then we keep seeing that gap coming around every three Daleks. It's like, oh, God. Oh, bless them. Yeah. And and these Daleks, they can reproduce living creatures as perfect robot copies. Yeah. Well, it's a perfect robot well, copy. if you, that, if, don't they? Yeah. But it's a perfect robot copy if you're watching on a tiny 
TV with yes. terrible reception because yeah, that you, bloke does look nothing yeah. like William Arnold. It was, Ed, Ed, it was William Arnold Stendhal, wasn't it? Edmund yeah. Warwick. And um, yeah, you're watching it, and like the first time you watch it, and the Daleks go, "We have created an exact copy of the Doctor," and it opens up, and you see this guy, and you think, "No, you've based it on the wrong man, haven't you?" You've, what? <laughs> It's but terrible. no, we are led to believe that that, that is indeed... That's a, yeah, that's a, a, a copy that... That's like the, the T2 of, of of Dalek androids, isn't it? Yeah. Again, it's some, something they lose very rapidly, isn't it? That ability. Do you yeah. think someone pointed out to them? It's, it's rubbish. It, it, it is. Look... It is a bit yeah. rubbish. And what's a bit rubbish in this story? I mean, you know, it's entertaining enough. It's just a piece of whimsy, really, isn't it? Oh, but, that's all it is, yeah. It's an but, enjoyable fluff piece to, to keep the kids happy who want Daleks. Though. Yeah, but only a couple of years before, we had had all that, you know, uh, eeriness of the very first story, yeah. you know, the effectiveness of the Daleks in the very first story. And now we've got, you know, people jumping off the Mari Celeste to get away from this one who then yeah. falls in but the water. This is... Um this is standard policy, though, isn't it? To for everything. So, if you think of like um, the Frankenstein monster, Universal Frankenstein monster. So you got the original one and a couple of the sequels, and it's so serious. This is a terrifying creature, and within ten years, it's playing patty cake with Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Best film ever. Um, but and we do it the same. And you look at the Alien saga. So we go from um, that that guy. Um, what's his name? Ridley Scott. Um, used to be a designer. You know? Oh, that's where I know um, the name yeah. from. Yeah, no connection. Um, so we go from Ridley Scott's Alien, which is pant-wettingly terrifying, blah, blah, blah. and then we get to like comedy scenes in um, Alien Resurrection. Mm. This this seems to be the the way that villains work. It? You create an amazing, you create an amazingly scary monster, and if it goes on long enough, it becomes comedic. Yeah, I think this is just a natural progression. Um, I don't know. I don't know whether they were trying to kiddify it down a bit. Perhaps, perhaps Dalek Invasion of Earth had been perceived as too grim for the for the children. Could it be something about marketing? You've got to keep it lightweight because then more kids will watch it. Therefore, they'll buy more toys or something. Yeah, I think it could be. (coughs) It could be as simple as that. Yeah. You know, not not something they'd ever do with um, modern Who. You know, new Who. They would never dumb it down to to sell magazines. No, never, never. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's an oddity, isn't it? Very much uh, an oddity. Entertaining yeah. enough, but it is an oddity, um, and it doesn't help the Dalek cause. No, in I don't. I'm, I'm presuming it didn't. It didn't go down too well either, because we get you know from the next story we get back to serious, totally serious Dalek. So I wonder if it. Perhaps it was noticed, and it was sort of um, uh, now, guys, don't mm. don't be taking the Mickey, because if the program's taking the Mickey out of the monster, it loses its power to scare, doesn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. I can't really see anyone being scared by these Daleks. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, for this story, we've got three Earth dates. Um, oh, wow. We have 1966 England. Um, so when that bit's happening the Doctor's in uh, London for the War Machines that takes place in 66 this is where it starts getting interesting now because in the Atlantic Ocean for the Mari Celeste bit that's 1872 right so 
three years before that, in 1869, the ninth doctor was in Cardiff for the unquiet dead. Oh, right, wow. Right? That close, yeah. But then, at exactly the same time um, that uh, that battle happens in the in the wax museum because at the end we find out it's a it's in ghana isn't it it's uh like weirdly yeah the festival of ghana the festival of ghana in 1996 yeah so exactly the same time that yeah the frankenstein monster is fighting daleks the 11th doctors in ledworth um meeting the atraxi that's the same year exactly the same year wow no it's not no that's not the doctor no no that's that's the flashback that's oh, um okay. yep. that's the uh the amy the young amy yep. the doctor's meeting right. amy yes uh the yeah the child amy pond at the same time frankenstein monsters fighting the daleks in ghana wow. all right so right yeah here we go then um yep. design on the this version of um the thing yeah, that... I, uh, I, 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 I like what uh, they did with this one. So, um, I like that they took the base off. I like they took the um, the satellite dish off. I like that they added the uh, slats, even though I do prefer it without. Um, so, for this design-wise, this gets a nine from me. All right. Well, for me, it's a ten. That's more, much more yep, like it. That's the, your favourite. The, yeah. Yep. The slats are on. Um, just absolute classic. So that's a ten. All right. Yep. So that's nine and a half for the chase um, Dalek. How effective are they? This, though? This, yeah. This is where <laughs> it drops down. Um, I, my original score for this, I gave him a five, and I'm th- I've been thinking long and hard all day is that too low but no i think i'll stick with the five there they're not very effective at all they're very watchable but as daleks they're just too comedic for my liking yeah five is what i gave them as yeah. well um so that's that plus sorry more tapping 7.25 all right using your space calculator i'm using my space calculator yeah 7.25 so yeah. put down chase 7.25 they're all by themselves all right oh, bless them. yeah 7.3 the caravan right next door is Kleeg from tomb of the cybermen oh right oh god actually yeah they could ham it up together they, they yeah very hammy yes yeah. yeah uh we won't do the dalek supreme because he's basically black he's now got slats hasn't he yeah. but uh all right Yeah. You're yeah. still there, Ian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still oh, sorry. It went quiet for a bit. I don't know whether we had a blip or something. No, my, my light but on my, my, on my live box is... Worryingly, that normally No, <laughs> I think we're all right. I think we're all right. Um, no, something I was going to say before we move on to the next one is something I hadn't realised until, you know, researching um, for tonight um on the chase there is actually a, a variant dalek not only do you have the regular ones and the you know the supreme one but um the guard daleks by their you know time machine they oh, don't that's the movie props in it yeah they that's don't the, have the yeah. solar panels they've got gold no. bands instead and a blue dome I, yeah i, I, yeah, I so wasn't that, aware of that yeah that's the two 
movie props they used and they literally they took the bases off so they haven't even got a, a slight fender it's the skirt section ends um, there was no one in them nothing was they were just props basically but uh, yeah they were a weird addition mm. um, they only appear in I think one scene don't they yeah they're just either side of the doorway I think yeah, yeah. and yet um, we still we still get the, the fan myths that all these Daleks in the chase were movie ones on loan between films. No, 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 no. Um, you say about, you know, this weird, you know, addition. Um, yeah. The next thing is Mission to the Unknown, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which, uh, it's not really a Dalek story. It's Terry Nation trying to, you know, yeah. wrest, you know, the rights away. He, he wanted to go off and make his own stuff, didn't he? Yeah, this this was his attempt to show that the Daleks didn't need Doctor Who yeah. to be successful. Um, I mean, it failed miserably for him, didn't it? But uh, yeah, this was him. This was him trying to 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 grab back the Daleks because he's made he's made a, a shed load of money out of this. But he sees that if he can break into America, then the sky's the limit. Mm. Um, uh, and yeah, so we get this real weird oddity. Uh, this very grim space uh, security James Bond-esque sort of episode. Yes. What do you think of the recreation? They recreated it a while back, didn't they? Uh, I, 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 I admired it. I enjoyed watching it. I couldn't really see what the point was. No, no. It, I don't get it. It's another one of these little oddities in the show's yeah. history, isn't it? And basically yeah. it's a teaser for the next story that was to come isn't it yes yeah yeah it was because uh, uh, you had this then you had the four part um myth makers which must have confused people like what the hell was that all about yeah um and then we get the the epic dalek master plan um which we have discussed pretty much before haven't we with uh, the wonderful wonderful kevin stanley mm-hmm. yep mavic Marvic, yes. Marvic, yeah. All right then. Yeah. So yeah, the Mar, the Marv, not the Marvics, the master, yeah. the Daleks. He's getting late. The the <laughs> Daleks master plan. Marvic, Chet, you have failed in your task. Failed? Is this my greeting? I agree that my mission was to return to Earth and recover the Terranium. This I have not done. Failure will not be tolerated. But I did notify you of the fugitive's whereabouts. The planet Myra. There, the vital core can be taken from them without suspicion. Their presence on Earth was a constant danger. At any time, they could have contacted forces unsympathetic to our plans. You make your incompetent sound like an achievement. Here we go again. Um, you know they're still popular, so let's cash in. Yes. Um, but although all yeah, this, yeah, because we 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 think of the Dalek uh, boom only being the short sort of period, and it. But yeah, this they they were still in, so incredibly popular that they wanted, and this this is sort of where they overegged the pie, wasn't it? They wanted a mammoth Dalek tale, um, and I don't think they sort of realised they did afterwards. I think that. That if you satisfy the need, the need goes away. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so they decided to do this. Uh, um, is it? It's ten parts, or is it twelve? No, it's twelve. Twelve parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's long. Um, 
it's, it's one of those where I uh, I put you know on going to bed, and then when I wake up in the morning, I'm still halfway through it. <laughs> um, it's mad. Um, but yeah, this this was an interesting one for the Daleks, wasn't it? Because they're back to being serious and grim. Yeah. Um, they're not quite they're not quite as clever as the uh, the Daleks we've seen before. They they are very much of the kill everything. But but we do get some nice scenes where they're talking with each other and they're plotting and, and I like scenes the plotting bits. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know the way you know he's rather ruthlessly dispatched at the end by yes, them, yeah. you know. I, um, I love that scene. That's still one of my favourite scenes ever. Well, we talk, we we, yeah. we discussed this at length during our Marvik Chin. Yeah. Uh, episode, didn't we? Um, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they are out for galactic domination. You know, yeah. it's not yes, just yeah. oh, we want to leave our city. They want to. They yeah. want to rule the universe. They've come so far in such a short amount of time. Yeah, they want to. They want to rule the universe. I don't know what they're going to do with it afterwards. I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, this is this cements the the idea that the Daleks are a galactic threat mm. um, rather than just a you know a parochial villain that turns up. Um, I think this, yeah, this was the first of the galactic threat ideas, wasn't it? There, yeah, the Daleks. Yeah. I quite like the notion as well that they're teaming up with other, you know, yeah, uh, I galactic think, I think that... <laughs> warlords. You know, yeah. uh, the rulers of I, the outer I, I galaxies. Like it, yeah, because yeah. again, then... they're, they're they're using people rather than just trying to kill them all, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Um, of course, this is the story because it's such a massive story. This was putting a, a lot of pressure on Shawcroft to yes, uh, come yeah, up with the models. The this is the point. I mean, they actually requested from the BBC, "Can we have a, a, a lighter workload?" Yeah. Um, because it's this is effects he heavy. Yeah. This story, yeah. isn't it? You know, all the yeah. all the spacecraft, you know, and the volcano, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, and and because of that, we get no new props for the Daleks. No. Um, every, everything is so we get there's four props, which is amazing because. You imagine there's so many more Daleks in this one, but there's only four props, and it's it's the standard two from the Daleks and two from Dalek Invasion of Earth. Um, but they do get some interest in um, accoutrement, the standard, they flamethrowers, pyro flame, pyro flames, yeah. pyro flame. That's a classic. Uh, that's a classic term. Well done, Terry. <laughs> fire plus fire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and we've got this thing called the Time Destructor as well in yes, this story, yep. haven't we? Which which eventually rolls back the da Daleks' evolution millions of years yeah. um, so, until they turn Silly into starfish. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought they were starfish? Um, I think that, isn't this... Uh, I lose track of the bloody stupid Time War storyline. Isn't this like the beginning of the Time War or something? Is it? I don't know. It's just abominable, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is um, this is a great Dalek story. This is, uh, although, having said that, if I if 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 I'm a night, I'm thinking I fancy a Dalek story. I'll probably go with the chase before this. It's just too long. This is too long. It's far far too long, and it's not like you can have like a cracking episode, and it's like oh, I'm no. going to put on episode seven because that's the best one. Yeah. You know. There's lots of good bits all the way through. They're spread thin, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're not thin. all confined to one place, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, the cracks start to show as well that this was this was a strain on everyone involved, wasn't it? Mm. Um, to the to the point where you know there there was plans that that you know rest in the Daleks, wasn't it? It's like. Uh, 
<clears throat> yeah, let's just let's just not use them for a bit. Um, but it's worth it's it's a good watch. I do. Uh, if 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 listeners haven't seen it or I suppose heard it as well, then, then track it down. It's 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 a good one. It's a good one for Daleks. Well, we've got the recreation online, yes, haven't we? Yeah, which you... is good. It's a good it's a good recreation. Level. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this story. I mean, we've already put. Um, Earth in the year 4000 yes. AD on our Earth date thing already, um, yeah. as as we did with you know 1920s Hollywood, you know, for that yeah, odd bit the, and the, the Egypt bit, yeah, yeah, that's already on there. So we can go straight on to um, design and effectiveness yeah. um, on the Dalek Master Plan One. Uh, what's your rating? Is it is it still the same um, from the Chase or is it? Yeah, I mean, realistically, these are the same. The same props from the chase, the same design. I know one of them gets repainted midway through, uh, but but yeah, these these are the same. So I'm I'm going to give them a nine. These right. Are, these are good props. And uh, they they actually had the money to refurbish them as well, so they do look good. Mm. Yeah, they they straightened out a few things and. You're right. Well, that stays at nine and a half. The Daleks, yep. you, you know, visually are staying at nine and a half. But now, what's their effectiveness? Um, in the chase, um, we I, said I, only a I five. Really, yeah. yeah, I really like them in this. I think I like the fact they're plotting. I like that they're serious. I like that they're a credible threat. I do like you, like you said, that they work with other uh, Daleks. So they get another nine from me. Snap. I've got a nine as well. All right. Okay, so that's effectiveness nine. So, excuse me. So that's... 9.25 for adversary master plan 9.25 have we had 9.25 it doesn't no look we haven't no 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 so they are We're getting a lot of unique scores here aren't we this is interesting yeah well no unique uh, as far as daleks yeah i mean I mean, the highest Dalek we've had so far is the Dalek Daleks at 9.6. So this is our second highest, 9.25. They do share a caravan with another classic Who uh, uh, adversary, the Sea Devils, from the Sea Devils. Oh, right. Oh, are at 9.25. Yeah. Right. That's fair. Classics. I think they would um, dominate both the Sea them, Devils. Both of them like rising from the sea, though, don't they? Yes, yeah. They could compare stories about when they were underwater. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think I think they would probably rapidly kill the sea devils and take. They over would, the, yeah, yeah. The that, I don't think those Daleks are going to form an alliance with the sea devils. They'll just eradicate no. them, won't they? Yeah, they'll see them as pests. Yeah. Swimming pests. <laughs> Swimming pests. All right. So with that, we go on to uh, the power of the Daleks. Yeah. Is our next one new, new Doctor, new era for the program. Exterminate all humans. Exterminate all humans! Exterminate, annihilate, destroy! Daleks conquer and destroy! Daleks conquer and destroy! Daleks Yeah, and the first story is, and, and apparently that's the reason why the Daleks were in the first story, yes. was because they were uncertain how the audience would take to a new actor playing the Doctor. So how do we take the curse off of it? How do we make this safer? Let's bring back the Daleks. Yeah, and 
it, it's a it's a ploy they they often use when they're making major changes, and it it sort of works, doesn't it? It gives the audience a safe feeling, um, and it does help. This story does help that when the Daleks recognise the Doctor, that's when you, as an audience member, go, "Oh, okay, it's the Doctor, it's the Doctor." Because yeah, yeah, there is there. It, it it's quite a nice nice little story this one powered and I, I, I it's one of the ones i would love to that if they found it you know i would like to see it i imagine it it probably isn't as good as the audio no no from what we can see of it yeah mm, yeah yeah no i think i think i think better on audio yes yeah um and yeah yeah you're absolutely right and um, the general feeling was you know that the daleks have been overexposed yeah. during the last 12 parter yeah. But uh, the, the recent film in the pictures, uh, the pictures had rekindled interest in the Daleks again. So uh, the BBC wanted another story. Terry Nation was off doing other things. So it was David Whitaker yeah. um, who was... Yeah, Terry uh, was totally uninterested, wasn't he, in, in writing a story. But he said, I don't mind. If as long as you're paying me a bucket load of cash, I don't mind someone else having a crack. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he he did retain um the yay or nay, did he retain veto of the final story or something? But I can't imagine him not doing it because he got paid more when it was done. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 that's fine. I'm always astonished how quickly writers can write because that David Whitaker yeah. was contracted in July to write a Dalek story yeah. and production was gonna start at the end of September. Right. So you told yeah. in July we want you to write a Dalek story. Two months later, you know, they're going to be well, making this, the darn thing. Yeah. This is this is what I love about this period of of the BBC is that that these people could churn this stuff out at a drop of hat. This was their bread and butter, day in day out job, wasn't it? Is working at the BBC doing scripts and doing storylines. Um, but yeah, David Whitaker is especially, obviously, especially um, significant for Doctor Who. Um, he 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 came up with most of the things that we uh, associate early Doctor Who with. He was very very clever, bald, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think this is a this is a much stronger story than Terry would have come up with. Because whereas Terry was quite happy to just rest on his tropes and just mix and match stuff he'd done before uh, this one is actually it, 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 it's very clever and it's very nicely done and it does show the Daleks at, at their conniving best yes yeah they're, they're, they're scheming and, and I love the fact that they just outwit the Doctor by pretending to be nice <laughs> it's just wonderful yes yeah well as I say you know a couple of months um, um, leading time to production um, so they started looking around to see what they had prop wise yeah. so we've got a little bit of prop talk here I mean Power of the Daleks is one of the stories that's you know just perpetuated the myth that you know movie Daleks were used you know yeah. uh, on TV it wasn't I mean um, no, in here we've got a, a, a Dalek prop that's got some of the movie Dalek characteristics you know it's got the flat top gun boxes and you know yeah. the misaligned hemispheres it, yeah. and things like that is it, yeah this is so so they, they have four Dalek props all told for this two were just the bog standard ones from way back the Daleks um, one was actually cobbled together from different top and bottoms of them this yes. is the start of the 
not really caring how to match it up. Yeah, the mix and match. To, yeah, contrary to what you would think, obviously Shawcraft would make things bespoke by hand. So none of they were all made for one particular top to go on one particular bottom. Um, and this is the point where they start the BBC. Obviously, I presume it's like it's all new people. It's all new. They don't care. So they start to mix and match. So we've got, I think the uh, the skirt from a Dalek invasion Earth one Dalek and the shoulders from another, and they sit well. Um, but then the, the the other Dalek is the uh, the one that was built for the chase, which was made out That's of right. molds for the movie. They were using the molds, weren't they? Yeah. 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 yeah, and they also they 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 um, they obviously you know uh, refurbished them all, um, but this is where they they replaced all of the guns with much much simpler guns. So I think this is where they get the six. Yes, the six wire. This guns is the point. Eight wire guns. Yeah. Yeah. And they they take the chance to refit all the the dome lights. So this is where we we get the sort of classic dome lights that we know rather than the uh, the sort of mix and match they had before. Um, weirdly though, although they were refurbished, they do, in the photos and that you can see, they do look a bit beat up. Mm. Um, yeah. I think they're, start, they're starting to get a point where a coat of paint isn't going to cure a lot of their problems. No, no. The other um, thing that Shawcraft did at this time was they, uh, they changed the eye stalks as well. Yes. Yeah. Because the, the the shaft of the original eye stalks tapered to a narrow end with a tube slid over the top of the narrow end on which the discs were mounted. The new eyes were constructed in the manner as the movie Daleks, whereby the tube holding the discs was made of perspex and flush with the rest of the stalk. So yeah. there you go, another little nod to the movie version. Yeah, and this is where as well the, the, the arrangement of the discs, and um, they got less discs, haven't they, I think? Um, yeah, it, it, this is sort of the start of the the simplifying of the Daleks. That'd be a good title for an adventure, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Simplifying of the Daleks. The simplifying um, of the Daleks. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So it's a weird, it's a weird mixed bag. These Daleks. Yeah, and it's um, a weird mixed bag of uh, of a story. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Dalek the... parts feel separate, don't they? To the we got this horrible rebels and government plot. Thing. Yeah, it's it almost a soap up. opera yeah. going on, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's, it doesn't. I love the Daleky bits, but you you fast forward or you know you skip chapters if you're listening to it on audio mm. to get back to the Daleky bits. Yeah, yeah. The Daleks are not in it much, are they? They don't. They're really not. Appear they're not. And and it is a peculiar one, you know. That I am your servant, you know, yeah. all the time. You know, they don't mean it. The Doctor yeah. knows they don't mean it. Everybody else is believing it. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's such a classic thing that they did bring it back in the uh, World War Two New Who Daleks, didn't they? The idea yes. of yes. Daleks pretending to be subservient. Yeah, I I should have said at the beginning of the uh, of the show that you you know just because we're talking about these stories doesn't mean that we're never going to come back to them no, again no, because no. you know just like we featured the Daleks before in a sixties story when we did Marvik Chen, there could be subsidiary adversaries in some of the stories so we may well be coming back to some of these stories yeah. at a later date <coughs> just not dalek master plan because we've already done that no. one yeah yeah all right um so what else do we have to say about this oh yes of course you've got the other scene and it's like yeah it works on audio but this dalek production line yeah you know using the toys now i've seen in some 
places people say the toy Daleks are Louis Marx, and other ones say that they are Hertz Dalek toys. No, they're they're Hertz Daleks. Uh, And I don't think they're actually... Because really weirdly, um, one one of the Daleks that was actually used in it has come up for sale one of the Hertz Daleks and it's really oh, crudely it? cut about yeah um, and they filled it with bits with plaster and stuff like that but yeah these are the, the Hertz Moulders Daleks which are now incredibly rare um, it's one of the few sort of Daleky things they don't have um, but they don't although they were the most accurate Dalek toy at the time they still don't look much like the prop Daleks so it sticks out like a sore thumb. Why are, why are they rare? Is it just because, you know, or, or, or they are common, but they're missing their eye stalks and guns? or, or what? Well, they're, they're, they're made out of incredibly flimsy plastic. They're, they're almost blow-moulded, thin plastic. Uh, and I just don't think they... I mean, they, they, they were probably very, very popular, but just not many survived. And, yeah, you're right, trying to get one with its, um, with its uh, appendages is, is... Yeah, you're... You're selling your car to do it, sort of thing. Okay. All right, so... um, um, Sorry, I've forgotten um, where I am. Where... Yeah, no, right. So, yeah, there is no Earth Day on this, is it? No, no, we're on Vulcan. Why am I here? Mr. Mr. Spock's nowhere to be seen. No, no. All right, so uh, design-wise on these chaps. Um, Well, although although they're basically the, the, the... um, Dalek master plan Daleks again because they're starting to mix and match and they're starting to simplify them um, this drops down to a, uh, a six and a half for me for the design mm, six and a half though what down yeah. from a nine yeah I just I just don't like the new guns I think this down this is where it all starts getting downhill for me oh right right yeah okay yeah, I, I noticed the guns. I much prefer the ones with the octagons and everything, and the yeah, more rails yeah. and stuff like that. So, but I, I, I only dropped it down to nine and a half. All right. Wow. Okay, because I still like them. Um, yeah. You know. All right. Well, hang on. Plus. That's an eight. Then they get an eight for design. What? How effective are these Power of the um, Daleks ones? I, I, I like these. I like. I mean, perhaps if, if, if we could see it, it might not work because, you know, they're probably quite rickety and, and damaged. But I do love, I love these Daleks. their ploys. They're, I do like the, uh, I am your servant. I, yeah, I, I like that. So um, this is nine for me. I, these, are, these are good scheming Daleks. I like right. my Daleks to be schemers. Well, I, I agree with you on that. I gave it him a nine as well. So that yeah. is a eight and a half for power. Gets an adversary of eight and a half. Have we? Oh, we've already had an eight and a half. The um, oh, yeah, yeah, invasion of the Daleks uh, Supreme Controller is an eight and a oh, half. Oh. Uh, he's yeah. going to try and boss him about, isn't he? Well, up until then, he was by himself in the caravan, but now yeah. he's got the uh, the power Daleks. The good thing is. They can act as his servant, make yeah. tea, and, and he might yeah. believe it as well. Yeah. Well, it'd be true in this case, wouldn't it? You're not going to argue with the black Dalek. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Hey. All right. So that's that, and then our final story for tonight. And boy, my throat knows we've been talking for a yeah, while. Yeah, my throat is very, very dry at the moment. Yeah. 
Good grief. Oh, what's this? Two and a half hours we've it's been going. It's going to be the longest ever episode, huh? I think so, yeah. So, yeah, last one for tonight, then, is The Evil of the Daleks. Yeah. Follow me! Implanted the human factor in the three Daleks that you gave me. When I say run, run. Speak louder. Oh, me, Jimmy. I was merely telling my friend that the day of the Daleks is coming to an end. Explain. It's very simple. Somewhere in the Dalek race, there are three Daleks with the human factor. Gradually, they will come to question. They will persuade other Daleks to question. You will have a rebellion on your planet. No. I say yes. I've beaten you, and I don't care what you do to me now. Silence. The human factor showed us what the Dalek factor was. What? Well, what does that mean? Without knowing, you have shown the Daleks what their own strength is. While you were doing one thing, they were really making you do another. The human factor is useless. You still have those three Daleks to contend with. They will be impregnated with the Dalek factor. Your discovery. But your work is not over. I won't work for you. You will obey. Your background with this story, Ian? Um... I, because th this was one that was not novelized until much, much, much later because of um, issues with, I think, the estate of termination, wasn't it, or something. But yeah, we we didn't get it until much later. And then it was, it was one of those, a bit like the Dalek Master Plan. It was one of those horrible ones where they, it's not written from the time. It includes lots of references to stuff that came much later to try and tie it all in. Oh, so, right. Not my favorite. Um, so. Obviously, I've never seen it because it doesn't exist anymore. But I remember getting the um, the the audio in in a box set um, of, of uh, audio CDs, and um, this was one where this was meant to be the best Dalek story ever. This was spoken of in hushed tones. You know, this was the people that had seen even the Daleks were. And, you know, we should venerate them. Um, and I, I think it's a, an absolutely mediocre story. It doesn't make any sense. I don't think it's particularly well acted. Um, the guy that plays Max DeVore is just terrible. He's just hamming it up. The story doesn't really hold together. The logic doesn't make sense. I think it's a bit of a dog's dinner. It's an odd one. It is really odd. Max DeVore, I mean... 
I, I didn't say, but Power of the Daleks, my first exposure to Power of the Daleks and Evil of the Daleks <coughs> was back in, was it the 90s when you had the audio version on double cassette? Oh, right, yes. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. I did have, I've still got it. Yeah, I've got the cassette kicking about somewhere. Yeah. You're correct, yeah. So I and heard it on cassette before. Yeah, so much like, you know, when we've said when we were projectionists and we would audio record things, yeah. and Blake 7 as well, you know, I, I, I was used to that and not used to seeing the visuals. So when Maxtable, when that Lost in Time box yeah. set came out and you finally get to see Maxtable, it looks like, he looks so much like Vic Reeves as yes, some sort you're of, right. you're you know, right, yeah. with this yeah. very Charlie Chaplin villain black eye makeup all round yeah. his eyes, he's, you know. He's terrible, and he can't act. I mean, when he's when he gets Dalek at the end, it's embarrassing. I, it's like ah, oh, it's cringe-inducing. Um, the only I think there's a few good things in the story. Obviously, it introduces Victoria. She's a great character. Um, I I sort of I sort of like the idea that Jamie doesn't trust the Doctor with reason because this is the height of Trout and you're going what is he doing what what's his motives here what's his plan um, but it's just too messed up for me it's too there's plot points introduced and then dropped it mm. jumps all over the place none of it really makes sense I mean when they get to the thing where the Max Paul saying, we invented the time machine by polishing 72 high mirrors yes. <laughs> and we moved them about. And rah, rah, rah. It's like, what? You nutter? Mm. Um, Edward Waterfield is so wet, he could put out a fire. Yeah. Um, he sort of, when he gets exterminated, it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't blame your Daleks. Um, it doesn't really pick up until they go to Scaro, and then it doesn't last long because it turns into this silly. Again, we've almost got comedic Daleks where they, you know, they get the human factor and so they're having a play and they're playing trains. Yeah. And again, everyone sort of says, oh, this, this was an amazing scene. I bet it wasn't. No. I bet you watch it. And it's I wonder if, yeah, if that was the surviving episode, yeah. whether people would think this. Yeah, yeah, it, another oddity. It's strange yeah. that we keep using that word tonight, you know. Um, but, I mean, the... What I do like in Evil of the Daleks, and I think it's one of my favourite, you know, Patrick Troughton moments, is thankfully from the surviving episode when, yeah, the bit about the mirrors, um, and they start mentioning static electricity, and he's like, static? Static? Yeah. And all like this, and he's getting worried because he, he's had a run-in with creatures that use static before. Yeah. And I just love Patrick Troughton's acting when he says, yeah. what do these creatures look like? And one comes through the door and goes, dot, dot, the cliche way. But it's Patrick Troughton's face. His face has fallen. He knows what's behind him, yeah. you know. And that, it's a terrific bit of acting. Um, I, I think yeah, that's a brilliant Troughton's moment. Great, to, be, uh, to be honest, Troughton never lets us down, does he? Even in crap like The Underwater Menace, Troughton's watchable. He's good. Um, Jamie's good in it. Victoria's good in it. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just a bit of a weird mishmash plodding story. It is weird. Um, I would like it to be found. I would like to see what the Emperor yeah. Dalek scene was like. Yes. Because I like on audio how that, you know, uh, the Emperor is realised. You know, the voice, I yeah. think, is brilliant. The, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. the, and, and the prop looks impressive. And the sets are, I don't think the big battle at the end would hold up. Well, no, from um, what we've seen yeah. of the t little telly-cinny bits, yeah. yeah, it doesn't look too good. 
no, more, more toys. This time these are Louis Marx Daleks. Um, I mean, perhaps it's good that kids could watch at home and reenact it using the actual props that they're, they're pushing about. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it, it is a very weird one. Now, of course, this was meant to be, this was it, this was meant to be the end of the Daleks. Yep. Nation, Nation said the BBC can have one final crack and then he's, um, he's packing them in his bags and he's off to America to try and sell it. Um, yeah, this is it. This is the, the final Dalek story ever. Could yeah, but but I also read that you know um, uh, um, it was the BBC who was fed up with him playing these shenanigans, and they decided to terminate his you know connection with Doctor Who at the same time. So yeah, you know, could, could could be both sides were happy because yeah, he um, he was very much a a play both sides against each other type thing, wasn't he? He was very much very much trying to manoeuvre to get the best for Terry Nation. Um, yeah, I, I know the BBC didn't like dealing with him that much. And then this this was sort of the start. Well, didn't his, his, um, his brother became his agent or something? That's right, yeah. Roger yeah. Hancock and it was, yeah, at that point, he would demand more and more money and more and more control and wouldn't let this and wouldn't let that. And I think, yeah, you're, you're probably right. The BBC probably thought, yeah, stuff it. Yeah. We yeah. can we can use the trods. From, <laughs> we've got the quarks coming up. Yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, you know, it's very significant. Uh, the making of this story um, is um, things were coming to a head with Shawcraft. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, a month before this was going to go into production, um, they had a bit of a falling out with the BBC. Um, because was this over the uh, faceless ones? It was the faceless ones yeah. aircraft. It was the uh, the BBC weren't too happy about the macra, um, yeah. and the Plus BBC no, they they, they yeah. deemed them almost unusable. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the faceless ones models were had technical problems and breakages, resulting in lost studio time. So uh, yeah, a bit of bad feeling between the two, and and yeah. um, the BBC said you know. After this, that's it. Um, you're not going to be called upon again. So all after this point, all uh, future work on the Dalek props was going to be carried out internally by the BBC. Yeah. Um, a, a key moment now also is this is the story that Roy Skelton comes on board as a Dalek oh, voice. Zippy. Yeah, to accompany Peter Hawkins. Yeah. Okay. Flower pot man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and so for their swan song, um, all the available TV props were assessed at the beginning yes. of April 1967. Um, the, the props that had featured in Power of the Daleks were brought out from storage, and the prop kept at the workshops of Shawcroft models was reunited with the others. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> do you know the story of the, of the oddity Dalek yeah, for da this one? Yeah, da Dalek 8. So, yeah, so th this was the first one where they... Mix, they just mix and matched everything um, with the Daleks. Other than the um, the movie mold chase, which was left, I'm presuming because of the way it was manufactured, it couldn't be mixed and matched particularly well with the other Shawcraft Daleks. Um, but yeah, they built a new prop, didn't they? Which was um, which was much much thinner. Yeah, the fiberglass yeah. was thinner, and yeah. that meant the person inside could almost see light yeah. uh, coming but, through. Yeah. But it was also physically 
less wide. It had so like the back skirt only had one row of balls on. It was such a weird thing. Yeah, all Daleks from the back have two yeah. columns of hemispheres. Yes, this yeah. one only had one. So yeah. therefore, to get everything to uh, to actually match, all the panels around it were much narrower because of it. Yeah. You know, and you know the angle is much steeper because of it. Yeah. And and it it made. Because, you know, going forwards, they just mix and match everything. And this Dalek was useless because you couldn't use its skirt with anything else. You couldn't use its shoulders with anything else. No. Um, yeah, it threw so out the shoulders completely because it was yeah. narrower. And uh, instead of having the usual six half slats over the gun boxes, this one has only got five with one yeah. slap bang in the middle. Um, it, it is weird. I don't, I don't know why they did this. I don't know. The gun is weird as well because it, it's just a solid shaft. Yeah. Uh, yeah as well, it, yeah. It, it, it was strange. nicknamed the Wilkie Dalek after Bernard Wilkie. Oh, was, was he thin? <laughs> was he notoriously thin? No, he, he's the guy who took on the, all the Dalek, you know, uh, work after Shawcraft oh, left. Yeah. So he, he was nicknamed the Wilkie Dalek. Yeah, this, you're right, actually. This, is, this was the start of his... Um, his uh, grab for Doctor Who, wasn't it? Wanted nothing to do with it to start with. No. Even though he, he maintained later that that wasn't the case and that he would have loved to have done it. Yeah, everyone else says, no, you point blank refused. You wanted to use it to get more manpower. Um, and then from this point on, whenever Doctor Who featured on anything, it was Bernard Wilkie that was there saying, oh, I've done it all. Yeah, oh, Pebble Mill. all of this. Yeah, yeah, it was him on Pebble Mill at one in all those yeah. clips. Isn't and I it? love that when they, when they show him sort of like the the, the, the big eyeball. And he had, it's, it's obvious he's never seen it before in his life. It's like, <laughs> well, I, I, I imagine it works like this. Oh, no, no. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's again a strange man. It's like the, Doctor Who is just a history of strange men. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt as yeah. well. Yeah, so... Um, what do you think about... Because I, I, I like the idea of the Emperor Dalek. I like the idea that... Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. I, I'm bored with every time we see the Daleks, they always look the same, you know? Just change them up a bit. You know, the later Emperor Dalek, you know, the big dome, big ball yeah. on a skirt one. Great. Just do different things. Don't always there's have... No, yeah, there's no... Other than the fact that they've got to use the same props, there's no reason the Daleks should be uniform. In their case design, I also I know ne I never really understood why they didn't go down the route because the you know for most of the history of the Daleks the props are battered why they didn't go down the route of embracing that and doing battle damaged Daleks because that would be brilliant. Well, we had the Gunner Dalek, didn't we? The the abomination yeah, that, as they call it. That weirdly it. went the other way though, didn't it? It's like okay, that's battle damage, but it's all it's all earth battle damage. It's rusty. It's got. Uh, rusty um it's got oil leaks it. yeah yeah so i think they went the wrong way with that one but uh, yeah I, th I think they should have done this i do i love this big dalek prop i'd love to see it in motion mm. i know it didn't have much thing but yeah i i like the idea of this you know this this version of the dalek i think this is i mean this is pretty much why they ended up introducing davros wasn't it that that there's not a lot knew you can do with Daleks as they are. No. So we, we're definitely starting to just rehash, rehash. But you would have thought um, now, wouldn't you, with CGI and everything, you could come out... Uh, well, 
No, no, I've just well, contradicted they, myself. They, they tried it with they, those yeah. god awful, colourful ones a few years ago. Well, this, where they... this, yeah, this this is the problem. They're, then both the fan base and the general public. The general public will take slight changes. You know, like the new the new um, Dalek look, where it's like you can if you put a, da a new Dalek and an old Dalek, you know, new Who Dalek and a classic Dalek side to side. You can go, oh my god, it's nothing like it. It's so different. But for the public, it's like, oh, it, it looks like a Dalek. Where yeah. they went wrong, I think, is they went too far on that, and they they introduced these uh, new paradigm Daleks, uh, and they're awful and they're horrible. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also it. If it had been a better design, it might have worked, but they were terrible. Um, and it was the fact that that they were so proud of them and so you can forget your normal daleks this is what a dalek should be and the public and especially fandom went ah, ah. Mm -hmm. no bring it back and they tried again with um with this latest version of the dalek in it which again is not not a great design um there's at least an in uh, sort of an in-show reason as to why they're different but i think the general public have gone yeah we don't like that no and I think I think the BBC are, are, will listen, and I think that's yes. the end of it. I don't think we're going to see that yeah. again. No. You know, oh, it's too it's too much of a marketing because one of the reasons they keep introducing these new designs of things is because you can get new figures out of it. You can yeah. get new books and that. So I think they will keep on introducing. I mean, do you remember in the? I think when like when they were talking about the the, the Spirit of Light series and the McGann era, and that, when all oh, the new Daleks are going to be. Um, on crab legs and the new Daleks are going to mm. do this and, and yeah they I don't think it, it's one of those catch-22s they can't go too far from it but if they stick to it then they do become boring yeah yeah you know because there's not not a lot you can do with them given given what they have to you know what they've got to work with yeah and, you know mm. I, I think you know, um, uh, Robert Sherman's Dalek, the story, is brilliant because the story was different. But yes. then as soon as, as soon as they come back in, we're getting the Daleks invasion, you know, New York and stuff like that. It's so boring. Yeah, um, yeah. Who would have thought that, that we would have said Daleks were boring? Well, and that will be addressed in, a, in, in a, another special somewhere down the line. Yes. Um but, uh, I mean, yeah, this is our last story of the 60s. I mean, they're not going to be seen again until the 70s when they come, come back, back in, in colour. For Day of the <laughs> Daleks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, uh, talking about starting on a high. <laughs> <laughs> again, I mean, that is a good... Um, um, that's a good idea of uh, having a Dalek story where, where we can be more in-depth because you've got Aubrey yes. in that. Aubrey <laughs> we could feature, oh, couldn't we? Aubrey. Sometime. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Good story, um, shitty Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> Again, to be discussed at a later to time. Discussed, yeah, to be discussed. Have we done the? Um, we haven't done the rating of evil yet. We, no, we're going to do that now. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Before that, we've got a couple more Earth dates to put on our oh, massive yeah. list now. Uh, yeah, 1966 London starts yeah. off in 1966 London. Well, we've just been there for the chase, and the first Doctor's in there for the War Machines. Uh, okay, we already mentioned that. And then 1866, just outside Canterbury, right. which is just up the road from me. That's about 10 miles away. So, uh, yeah, Maxtable's place is up the road. 
All right, nearest place to that is three years after that, the ninth Doctor was in Cardiff for the Unquiet Dead again. Oh. All right. So uh, these Dalek stories straddle the Unquiet Dead, don't they? They do, rather. Yes, yeah, yeah either side. Yes. All right, okay. So in this one, we have got the regular Daleks. We've got yep. the Emperor Dalek, but we've also yep. got the Emperor's Guard. The, the the Emperor Guard Daleks are the regular Daleks, but they've got black domes yeah. to denote that they are the guards to the Emperor. So shall we do the regular Daleks first? Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, these these are they, these are now like say mix and match, and it it, it sort of it shows they they're quite beaten up as well, um, mm. but they're still they're still. They're still basically the Chase Daleks, aren't they, at this point? Just much, much simplified. Um, Design-wise on these, I, I, I think I, I'm a seven. Um, the At least, I suppose, they've simplified the guns now, but I suppose at least they will match now. All right. Um, but yeah, I go seven on the design for this. Oh, I drop down to a nine, so that's an eight. All right, you for like design. Daleks, don't you? Hi, I hi, do hi. like them. I like the I like the sixties Daleks. When we get into yeah. the seventies <laughs> and New Who, I've got other things to say. Mm -hmm. um, right, what about the effectiveness of the evil with the Daleks? Daleks. Um, this this is where this is where it drops me because their plan doesn't make any sense to me. Um, they this is I think that from this point on, this is where they're they're just drones. There mm. seems to be no real individualism, um, which I don't know whether that was a conscious decision to showcase the emperor. You know, give him all the personality well, maybe. of these, and it, it might be done. But I, I, this is the start of where I'm getting a bit bored with the uh, the shouty Daleks. They got a lot of catchphrases in this one as well. Um, yeah. So I, I dropped to a six for these. All right. I, they're not. They don't grab me. All right. I the voices are good though. Yeah. I like yeah. the voices. I dropped to a seven, all right. Yeah. So that's that's an adversary rating of. Oh, what am I doing? Hang on. Sorry, it's getting late. We're coming up to three hours, Ian. I know, blimey. Hang on. Cat's loving it. <laughs> Is she actually on your legs now? No, she's um she pushed me off of my chair and onto the my auxiliary chair, and she's on the nice chair. Um, but she's leant against my leg, so she's. All right. So, Evil with the Daleks, Daleks is an adversary rating of 7.25, which we've already had today. That is, yeah, that's the Chase Daleks. Yeah, which I think is, these are sort of about on par, so I think that's worked out incredibly well, that score. Yeah, all right. So let's reset and go to the Emperor's Guard next. The Emperor's Guard. This is so weird. This is so weird that... Just painting the top black. Absolutely, this is this is one of my favourite Dalek designs. To the point where, like, when I when I got a load of um, uh, Dalek figures and the Eagle Moss Daleks, um, I would start painting their domes black. Where I yeah, I don't know what. Why does it make such a difference? I don't know. But whatever you're going to say, I think I know what you're going to say, and I agree with you. Yeah. So yeah, so this this bumps up to me. So design-wise, it's a stroke of genius. I don't know who is it because they're like wearing black hats, and we know they're villains. Then <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. That could be yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this jumps up to a nine for me, okay. just by painting the top black. 
which I don't. If anyone, if anyone thinks that's wrong, I agree. I don't know what the <laughs> hell, but it works for me. I love this. Ever since I, I first saw it in photos, and it's like, oh, oh, what's going on here? This is it's giving me stirrings in my fan base. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I, I knew you would go upwards. I went upwards yeah. too, but I went all the way. Um, yeah, because I, 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 I love oh, it. No, I, I, I love the black, yeah. the black-hatted ones. So uh, yeah. that's uh, that's a ten from me. So that's nine and a half. All right. So yeah. that's on design, but how effective was the guard? Um, yeah, I like, they only appear in like uh, an episode and a half, don't they? But I do like them. They're, they they are impactful. Um, I, I'm going to go with nine again. I like them. They're All right, good. That, that that's good for me because that's exactly the same. Yeah. Um, um, I, I totally agree. So that is an adversary rating of nine point two five. Right, nine point. My my voice is oh, starting got, to go. We've had that one as well, haven't we? Yeah, nine point two five is the Daleks of the Dalek Master Plan. That's fair. I think All that's right. very fair. Okay, nine point two five. So they're sharing a caravan with. Dalek Master Plan Daleks and the Sea Devils. It's getting kind of crowded, isn't it? Yes, yeah. And then we'll finish today with the Emperor Dalek, yeah. then. What do you reckon? This, yeah. Um, this is a difficult one. I mean, design-wise, I love this design. I think it's really clever. Um, it's, it's a bit like the K1 robot in it, where when you look at it, it's really simple shapes, mm -hmm. but it, it really works. It is something I would love to have a model of. Um, There's an eagle moss, but it's not in scale to the other no, figures. It's, yeah, it's tiny compared to the other ones. Was. Yeah, I could have done that as one of the big models. Yeah, um, yeah, I really like it. So uh, again, that gets a nine for me. A nine. I really, really like it. I like yeah. the fact that it's recognisably a Dalek but something yep. different, and it's just Very chuffing different. huge. Presumably, there's just one small Khalid inside that huge yeah. body. <laughs> I'd um, love to. I'd love to see the scene with it in, because I imagine like Troughton stood in front of it, who's a tiny little fella. Mm. Um, it would be amazing, wouldn't it? It would really show its height. Yeah. All right. Well, but I, I went all the way. It's a ten. Yeah, it's a, a ten. ten. So mm -hmm. that's nine and a half. All right. And how effective was the Emperor t for uh, you? Difficult because we haven't really got any moving images of it. But so it from what we've seen words. and from what we've yeah. heard. Yeah, voice-wise, it's it's brilliant. Um, so I'm I'm going to give this an eight and a half because I I would go higher, but I just don't know what it will look like when it's moving. Right. So it might look awful. Because I, voice-wise, and with the photos we see of it, yeah, I'm I'm going to go eight and a half. All right. Well, I've stayed at ten. I really? I, wow. I, ten I trust out, ten it. Out of ten. For yeah, this. I trust it. I trust yeah. that vo that voice is brilliant you know good, yeah. to do it that way is absolutely brilliant and uh, I, I fr again it's just from what we can hear but you know yeah. um you know the doctor saying you know I, I thought one day we might meet and all like that i, th I, th I think it's brilliant absolutely brilliant yeah I, I forgot about that yeah the doctor knows of the emperor yes at this point i don't know when he found out about him all right so that's so therefore he got a nine and a half for design and he got a 9.25 for... Oh, no, I was going to say, I thought he might make it to the top, but he's not. No. Nine, we've had this, haven't we? 9.375, so it's 9.8. Uh, 
no, no, yeah, no, no, nine point three. So, so we round that up to nine point eight. Nine point four. He, no, he's nine point four. Sorry, yeah, yeah. it's been <laughs> nearly. It's, it's a long late, night, isn't it? Yeah, and it's been a long night. Yeah, nine point four. Yes, I do beg your pardon. Yeah. So that puts him. Yep, he's he's directly below nine point six. The Dalek Daleks got nine yeah, point six. That's fair. And he's in that caravan I mentioned earlier. He's moving in with the uh, Draconians. Oh, blimey. That's a big caravan. Gonna, he's going to have to sit in the awning, isn't he? There's no way he's fitting in that caravan. Or he's on top. He could be on the roof. People will, people will think he's a toilet tent. People will be opening <laughs> his back door and going in and pooing. Um, I think that's fair. So, I, I mean, I'm really glad that the Dalek Daleks came top because I do, yeah, I, I think that's entirely apt. Yes. Um, so what was it? What's the final order for just the Daleks in that one? So for the Daleks, Daleks top, yeah. Daleks top, then the Emperor Dalek, then we've yeah. got in <laughs> joint third place the Emperor Daleks guards and the Dalek master plan Daleks. Fair, fair, fair. And the lowest tonight was the Slither, of course. Yes, quite right. Yeah. Embarrassing creature. Yeah, so wow, that's that's amazing. Yeah, and in our adversary thing, our top three adversaries, uh, as it stands today, in third place, yeah, we've got the um, the Emperor Dalek and the Sea Devils. Yeah. And then in third place, in joint second place, we've got the Master Plan Daleks and the Emperor Guard Daleks. But still at number one, Sontaran Lynx. He's yeah. the only character that you and I have both agreed... Uh, gets a solid 10 in both categories yeah which is i think that, I, I still think that's entirely fair mm. um that's good yeah that's a good one because um, because like if you ask anyone else what the best top two villain is an average person on the streets can say oh daleks and it? uh, um, it's not it's, it's we've shown it's not they're no. wide and varied <laughs> It depends on the, you know, the era that you're talking. You, yes, I, yeah. I can't say, you know, oh, the Daleks are my favourite because there are some yeah. outright classic tales, but there's, it's what you've said many times. They just become boring because they just, yeah. they act the same. They're boring and they're predictable. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I think, I think well, I don't know when when we're doing the seventies uh, for the Daleks, but I think. I think these the scores will be very very different. I'm looking forward to when we do the yeah. 70s ones because yeah, yeah design wise as well as effectiveness that's going to vary quite a bit. Yes, definitely. All right, it should well, be a quicker one though because there's less stories. But. Yes, yes, yeah, there is that, and ditto when we get to the 80s yes. and the 90s. Yeah. So this this is officially our longest. Doctor episodes, isn't it? it you it, put in um, sound clips in. Yes, it? sound clips yeah. from from all five stories. So uh, yeah, we will be over three hours <laughs> on this one. So I, apo I apologise to anyone listening. Well, that, no, it that, might that it might work out better. They're going to have to break it up yeah. into small chunks. We're better as small chunks, yeah. you and I, aren't we? Oh, we're we're much better in small amounts. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. All right, uh, so that's us nearly done. Before I go, or before my throat goes, uh, a small shout-out uh, oh, before good. we go. Yeah, from that man again, Mark Jacobs. He's, uh, he, he, he's, he's over keen. on... He likes yeah. it. He's, yeah. he's keen. Yeah, thank you, Mark. He goes, thanks for the mention, guys. So he's heard us call him a yeah. uh, shout-out before. Um, 
I take it you're being going back to Classic Who after the next one. So this was oh, when yeah. two two episodes back. I'll tag along and comment if I have any interest in anecdotes, if that's okay. I've got a corker for the brain of Morbius. All right. All right. Well, Morbius one day will be, you know... Uh, yes. bound uh, to. Yeah. It's bound to happen sooner or later. Yeah, Mark, just be patient. Um, one day, me or Ian will be choosing him, all right? Or it, or whatever you can call that thing. Yeah. All right, okay, well, that's us done, and that's our special, our longest ever episode over and done with. So um, we're back to normal. We're back to Billy Bob next week, aren't we? We are, and it's your choice. And it's my choice, yes. And I'm going to give you a clue, like I uh, normally do. Um, This adversary, it's it's an alien race rather Mm. than an individual, and uh, physically rather resemble me in that they are skinny the and balding. Well done. As soon as you said it looked like you, it's like, oh. Yeah, I didn't even have to get out the skinny yeah. and balding. It's the feet. It's the feet. It's the, it's the big feet. feet. Right <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, so get, get ready for the crackerjack. Yes, so, indeed. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Good. No, I like, yeah, it's good. I like the, I, I like the um, sensorites. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you got it? Do you own it? Yes, I've already got oh, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've had it for quite a while, but I haven't watched it for a very long time. So, uh, but I, I, I yeah, I, I seem to remember liking it. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah. That'll All be a right. Pleasure to research that one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back to just like four. Is it a four episode one? That one? No, it's a six part. Is it? All right. Six part. Okay. Well, we at least it's not the amount of episodes we've had to watch for this special, is it? True. Yeah. How many episodes did we do in total? Christ uh, almighty. I mean, it's 12, 12 oh, for Dalek yeah. Master Plan, 6 for the first one. That's 18. Yeah. Um, even if you just say 4 six for the for others, the you're still over 30. Yeah. Oh, God. This is our most ever. Yes. But we can do it. We've shown we can do it. Yeah, my throat just about made it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right. It's bedtime. All right. Yes, <laughs> I enjoyed that, though. That was a good... Uh, a good one and a classic i don't think you get any more classic really than this no 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 that's good fun yeah listener if you're still awake you know yep. well done yeah. <laughs> all right i've got to go now because my throat's nice nearly gone yeah, all right go and get some water or something yes indeed all right okay nice well one. see okay. you next week then ian right thanks then. Bye. bye bye